And boom, we're live. There you go. How you doing, man? Not bad. Today, this is Hacks Cast. It will be episode seven. Whew! <laughs> episode seven. I've got ten episodes I'm planning on for season one. And that's I'm on number seven now with Mephisto. Um, what, Mephisto, who are you? What's what's your name? Ah, uh, my real name is Shachar Cohen. Shachar which, Cohen. Yeah. Nailed Cohen it. Cohen is <laughs> Cohen is easy. It's like ah, oh, it's yeah. fucking Jew. <laughs> but no, seriously. Uh, my uh, my name Shachar means uh dawn because I was born in the morning. Not really at at dawn. I was born at around nine a.m. But uh, my uh. My mother and my father really liked the name. It was uh, really uncommon, but it's one of those names where eight years later, you've got like a whole slew of kids who are named the same name. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it happens a lot. in a a popular name for that year. It's Yeah, sort of a popular name for that particular year. Yeah. But it it means Dawn. D-A-W-N. All right, okay. Um, side note, my mom's called Don. <laughs> D-A-W-N. D- D-A-W-N. Nice, yeah. dude. Um, side note. Do you want to, what, do we, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, right, where are you from? I'm from Israel. Born and raised. Um, where you spent most uh, of your days. I spend most of my days, weeks, months, <laughs> and years in Israel. I actually, uh, when I grew up, uh, it's not that my mother and father were poor, but it, we weren't really middle class. So right. uh, I didn't get a chance to uh, go abroad for a holiday or that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, and... Um, when I was uh, age 10, my mother and father got divorced. So it, it the it's lack of, um, let's say, free funds to do uh, to do uh, abroad. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the first time I went abroad was for Poland. It was for uh, a trip to the uh, to the camps. It was arranged via the high school I was in and I was from the um, cinema department, or not cinema department, but I was studying uh, movies and cinema when I was a kid in high school. So I was the uh, the guy with the camera nerd. Oh, yeah. Who takes the camera to the trips. And uh, I was supposed to uh, be very comprehensive, but the guy, the teacher who sent me with the equipment gave me uh, batteries that were very faulty. So I had to carry around one of those big cameras that you have on your shoulder. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took it everywhere because I couldn't leave it in the room. I couldn't leave it in the bus because the bus driver. Yeah, the bus driver was fucking drunk. (laughs) I'm no I'm not kidding. I mean, the the poles when I the something I know about Polish people is when they they're very catholic and when they go to uh, sunday mass they pay pray for uh three things one uh health for the family 
to uh, thank you for God, in that particular order, by the way. And right. three, please, God, kick me away from my addiction to alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's something different, right? And in the past, actually, I went more times abroad after my kids were born than I was abroad before them. Right. I think. Okay. I think. Which is weird. Well. I, other than that, I kind of spend my time here living in this wild, wild, wild country where uh, people looking from the outside in, it looks chaotic. Uh, but for most of the days, really, it's really not. Depending on where you live, and it's a really small country, and the main places where people live, it's quiet, it's boring, nothing really happens. We've got... Well, I don't know, like, you know, that picture you sent the other day with everyone on the streets. That, uh, what was happening it, then? Uh, couldn't tell you. I don't, I don't even listen to the news in the past no, couple of years. No, was it like last Friday or something? Was it last Friday? Last weekend? I couldn't tell you. Really. There was a it, lot happening. That's the thing is, in this country, and I've learned about it in the again in the last couple of years. If you disassociate yourself, if you just turn off the TV and not listening to the news, turn off the radio, don't listen to the news. Uh pretty quiet. The world becomes a smaller quiet. place. It is a small place, and you do get the news from somebody, you know, either on the bus on the way to work mm, yeah. or somebody at work. He asks you, well, did you hear that and that and this? Nah. So I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't – I try not to actively, uh, you know, 8 o'clock, there's the news, so let's sit down for an hour and a half and listen to the same old boring – not boring, but same old shit yeah. over and over and over again. The my car was out of commission for a while there, and I got it back, and the battery had died. So the radio needs the code put back in, and I need to pull the radio out. The code will be on the top of it, but I've not done it yet. So it's been off for like two weeks, and I've been driving around for two weeks with no radio, and that's how I get my news on the way to work. And yeah, I get that. I've not heard any news, and that tsunami in Asia. I didn't hear about that till like yesterday. I again, I couldn't tell you. Really, I couldn't really tell you. You know what? I, I know me. there was a <laughs> huge blizzard or hurricane or something in the east coast of America like 2 weeks ago, I think. Something right. rather. 2, 3, maybe 4 weeks ago. Mm -hmm. The only the only way I would have known about that is the fact that I listened to American podcasts. From, oh, various, yeah. from various from uh, various places, you know Joe Rogan, but not only him. I'm talking about um, wrestling podcasts. Oh yeah, and they someone mentioned in their chat because they they do it live. Hmm. Something somebody mentioned that well, we're gonna hunker down and we're gonna ride the storm, and they said something about the storm coming in. And please, all our friends out there that listen to our podcast, please 
stay safe and stay calm and blah blah blah. So that's how I know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say it's not to diss anybody, but the fact it, fact of the matter is not listening to the news, especially the news cycle in my country, it it lowered my blood pressure by 20 points. Wow. Oh my god. See, I, when I stopped watching the news, I, I did become a lot happier. I'm a, I'm a happy guy anyway, but I don't know. I hate TV. I hate the whole thing about TV. And I hate the news. I hate everything. I listen to the radio in the morning. That is it. And other than that, that's the only thought. I get my news from YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Uh, you know that. Me too. But I, I'm very skeptical about uh, skeptic about certain sources I hear. But yeah. oh yeah, yeah, uh, I'm skeptical. Skeptical about everything. Don't trust any news that you hear ever for anywhere. Take it with a pinch of salt. If you want to know more about it, then you go investigate and find out what the truth is. But and uh, and to find out the truth, you need to be at the place where this thing happened and ask the people that were involved and Aye. you'll probably get four or five different versions of it. Well, that's what that Joe Rogan was talking about. Memory is different. We can both see the same thing and we can both recall it differently. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, memory's not exact. Everybody remembers differently. So, yeah. And I'm shit at, shit at explaining stuff. <laughs> yeah, you, you and me both. You and me both. Right. The, the thing is, it, it's like, um, you know what? In the crazy, weird world of gaming where we live, I guess I'm, I, I'm, par I'm just, you know, yeah. Um, in the crazy world that we live, that we, we gamers live, um. I never had a problem, especially in an MMO like Warcraft that we both play, but in any other MMO I've played and somebody asked me uh, uh, like a personal question, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. dude, where are you from? Or mate, where are you from? It's like, I'm from Israel. And most of the time, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. It comes up, you know what? what it's so weird that we went down this route but yesterday we were in uh heroic progression and my raid leader he's a cool cat he's from england and i don't hold him against him uh, <laughs> he, he was like um i was asking him something and some other cat from essex was like all right all right don't suck him off and i said this it's not the matter of sucking off. It's just he can't get to me in 3,000 miles. His dick isn't long enough. It's like, <laughs> and, the ra and the raid leader said, well, I can get to Palestine easily. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, it, what can you, it, Bance is Bance. Yeah, what, oh, can I, I hold it against him? Can I hold him against him? No, fuck it. You, you move on. Yeah, well, you I, move on. But that's the thing yeah. with life. You've got to... You've got to take things with a pinch of salt. You can't take everything literally. I mean, uh, good example, right? Boy at work, uh, he started working with us for a couple of weeks. It was his. I was working with his brother 
So his brother was working with us for about nine months. And we've got this little uh, screwdriver, but on the end of it, it's got a, an attach, well, this welded on attachment. It goes onto a nut, an eight millimeter yeah. nut. So it's not that big, but it's not sharp. It's totally blunt. And this guy was bent over sweeping the floor with a dustpan and brush. So I jammed this thing down his butt crack. <laughs> I had a builder's bump. <laughs> oh my God. No, yeah, sexual harassment, you know, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and he said to me, I've never clenched my butt cheeks so hard in my life. <laughs> but you, what, what did he say? Oh, you got me. You got aye. me. Oh, I, I. But he, he did say to me, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> like, well, I bet you will. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's totally wrong. Shouldn't have done it, but did it. And that that's the sort of yeah. banter we have at work. And But on the same side of that coin, imagine that was a woman. You wouldn't do that to a woman. No, though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have, went, I wouldn't have dared done that. I wouldn't have, it's, it's, just, it's not about the sexual harassment. It's the fact that uh, I know for a fact that the perception of reality is way way different between a man and a woman and i'm not being mm. sexist about it i'm oh, being no. truthful i mean me and my wife are going to celebrate 20 years together this january congratulations and i know for a fact that her perception of reality and what she sees with her own eyes is way different and we're watching the same thing <laughs> like it it comes back around to what we said about the news but yes but if we are uh having a discussion or we're watching an, something on on tv and yeah. we generally agree about most things which is a good thing but i have my take on it she has her take on it mm. and when you put it side by side it was like are you really agreeing on this because you're both watching something completely different yeah yeah now that is a minor test case, you know, between a man and a woman who know each other for a very, very long oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your views but, are but, but if you think about it, it can apply to anything. Aye. So men and women do not share the same perspective about things. If a woman would have been in the room with you and that guy, and you would have done it that thing to that guy you would have ah. laughed about it with that guy that woman she would have depending yeah. depending on how her sensibilities are would it could in some cases run off to hr and complain about you even though the guy who was really hurting mm. wasn't really going to complain yeah yeah totally uh, even even if she like knew that. you even if she knew you Hmm. See, I've always had this discussion. I don't mind work. I don't give a fuck who I work with. I don't mind women, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, on the farm, I've maybe seen one woman there, and that was a quality control woman. She came in to do an audit, and I seen her in passing. I've never, you know, I don't work with women at the farm. I worked with women in the past. It's fine. They could do the same job as what the guys do. You know, there's no job 
Well, there is jobs out there, but there's it's it's there's very it few jobs that women can't do. And when I say few, I mean like the British Army on the front line, infantry. Women are not allowed to join the infantry. That that's really uh, yeah. Front line soldiers, women are not allowed to join those regiments. It's a bit different here. It's uh, we have sort of segregated uh, battalions, but we do have some integrated battalions right. that are in the front line. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's the whole theory not really it. a war here, but there are like border patrols. And border yeah. patrols can deal with, I don't know, terrorist attack or insurgents or all that stuff. Yeah. Well, the the point was that the, the mentality of the British Army is if, say, right, we're running forward, right, there's 12 of us in a line. There's uh, three guys behind us controlling it. We're all running forward, doing an attack. That you know, we're attacking a village or whatever, right? Um, the guy next to me goes down. I keep going. We all keep going. The three guys at the back will then deal with the medic. We, you know, deal with the the injury or casualty or whatever it might be. The argument is, if that was a woman, I would stop. I'd go back and help. Yeah, you know, rather than keep I've heard going. I've heard this argument before. I mean, yeah, it's, a tip, it's the same argument everywhere. That's the, well, there's other arguments with the endurance, you know, and fitness and all that crap as well. You know, there's hundreds of arguments to be made, but it's not about even fitness. It's not about combat ready. It's about the um, human brain and the fact that men and women are hardwired to be different. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is ingrained in us so on a, on much. On a biological level. Ingrained in us so much that... Um, th I want to say, just think about it in this, in this context. And I, I want to be clear. Mm. Let, me give you, let me give you data that has nothing to do with anything. Again, me and my wife, because we are Perfect way example. out there, way out there in terms of uh, couples. Uh, my wife makes more money than me. I don't care about how. I mean, I enjoy the money, but I she doesn't hold it against me, and I, I don't hold it against her. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. She is also doing a specialty work, which means she is uh she is an electrical engineer by uh by scholar uh, by um, her her BA or B BAC or BSC in electrical engineer is a high-end uh, degree yeah you get a really decent job around here um, she never hold it against me she just wants to push me up why don't you go and study and maybe do something else or something like that uh, again, her take on this is amazing because she said to me, I wouldn't want a woman in the front lines, not because we can't run as fast, not
not because we can't hold the line, right. not because it, it, it's different when you hold the M16 trigger. Yeah? yeah. It's the fact that other men, other men are, are hardwired to help women. It's not gentlemanly. It's not chauvinistic. Nothing. It is hardwired. We have been living in a world where the woman is free to do whatever she wants yeah. ever since the 60s. That's 50, 60 years, okay? Almost 60 years. Uh, That's cool. That's excellent. But That's awesome. Yeah? yeah? That's awesome. You can do whatever I can do. Fine. I agree with that. Fine. But you forget we have according to some people, about a million and a half years of being a humanoid, 200,000 years of being human in this particular form, and you want to unhardwire 200,000 years in 60. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, I see what you mean. How much progress have we done in 100 years? How much progress have we done in two, in 400 years? Yeah. I keep going back to there is a lot of movies that you don't, you don't actually think, you know, something that was said in those movies really fit the movie. But if you take it out of context, it, it is so, so, so true to life. Do you know where I take this uh, 100, 200, 400 years from? What? Men in Black. There's a section where uh, he tells Will Smith, he takes him to that pawn shop to see which which kind of weapon it was. Yeah. The first MIB, the first All Men right. in Black. Where he shoots his head off. Where he shoots his head off, exactly. <laughs> it's like, look at the thing. In a, and and then he sits with him at, a, at, at this uh, stall somewhere, and he tells them, look, 400 years ago, everybody knew that the earth was flat 200 years ago. Everybody knew that, uh, something. Oh, yeah, I and that. two minutes ago, you thought that we were alone on the planet. Now the, the, the alone on this, uh, uh, sorry, alone in this universe or something. Mm, yeah. And, and you can take that sentence and tweak it just a little bit. And it's like, dude, 20 years ago, there was no internet. There was, generally speaking, there was yeah, internet, but the use, who used it? Epic nails. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 10 years ago, 14 years ago, yeah? No iPhone. Hmm. No iPhone. Everybody had a cell phone. Everybody used texts. No iPhone. You had a Blackberry, which is kind of, yeah. Uh, you, could know. you imagine? Could you imagine things in 20, 20 years? Oh, ten that's... years. Ten. Just ten. I'm not going all fucking. We integrate. Uh, you know, integrate with robots thing. No, forget about that. Ten years ago. Ten. Uh, ten years from now. Well, nobody knew. Crazy. Nobody could imagine up the internet. You know, if you'd done exactly. that thirty years ago, like, it's not really something that. You could imagine up, but it's not, it never existed. 
So in 10, 20 years again, again, there'll be something coming out that it's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like all I... an integration of the technology that we have. So all the computers start coming. Everybody's getting computers. Wait a minute, we can interconnect all these and make the internet. So it was a yeah. byproduct of all the computers that the internet was born. So again, a byproduct of other technology would you would imagine it makes something similar. But the thing is, the human mind is still hardwired to uh, hunter-gatherer. Aye. Yeah? Yeah. We, we're changing it now, but we are uh, experiencing at least... Just think about it. How old are you, Scott? 30. 30. I'm 39. Uh... It's not that big of a difference. No. But uh, I, I'm i considered the sort of the, uh, let's say, Gen X. I'm still considered Gen X. Gen X is people who were born from 60, 69 till 81 or 61 till 81. Right. Because once we're we're adults, we uh, uh, shape shape the culture. That's how they uh, measure it. Right. So okay. Once we become young adults, the, the young adults of the, of sixty one shaped the nineties. The young adults from seventy one shaped the sort of two thousands, and people who are now in their forties shape the culture now. Look at the big CEOs, all that stuff. Sort of 40s, yeah. 45s, you know. So uh, the thing is, what I'm getting at is the fact that because technology moves so fast, because we're at a point where the people in the West, I'm not talking about the rest of the people, but people in the West, including a little bit of India and including a little bit of China, which is quite a lot, yeah. including those and Russia, which is, you know, not really the Western world, but yeah, uh, are totally connected because, uh, and being totally connected is like a social construct, which is way too huge for you to comprehend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. But we're, tr but we're still hardwired to be hunter-gatherer it does not fit it does not fit and it will take time it will take time to get used to things and to not think about okay that woman just dropped dropped in front of me my instinct my hardwire instinct stopped in taking care of her because that's how it was done it was done for hundreds of thousands of years yeah. and you can't deny it and yes yes the mind needs change the mind needs to change oh, die, definitely the perception it's, needs it's to change gonna, but it will take, take time. time it will take i mean you think about uh, the way we used to hunt I mean, did we used to have claws did we used to, you know did we lose all that when our brain started developing what you know what's, what's wrong with me man Oh, you got to plug it in? Alright, okay. Not a problem with me, man. That's my boy, what I charge his iPad. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. 
Um, yeah, so as their brains got bigger, do you think maybe they lost the ability to hunt by force, like, like physical force? You know, like dogs would hunt with their mouth, would bite something, take uh. it down, whatever. We'd grab something and like strangle it or rip its head off or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I, you know what? I have no idea if that instinct will ever go away. But the, in terms of in terms of um, there's definitely uh, primalism still there. I mean, you you think yeah. about all the violence in that. You get people that they might have a couple of drinks and they'll they'll get really violent. Is that the primal side coming through? You know it I mean? could be, it could be because you Is know that... alcohol drops inhibitions, and yeah. if you go dropping inhibitions, then you move to the more primal brain. I was actually, you know what? I was I'm actually sure. watching a television show today. Hey. It was, um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> on uh, it was sort of a, a local nature channel, not really one of the big ones. Yeah, and. It was a show from the BBC about taste and food, and one of the one of the episodes was about uh, alcohol, or a segment in the episode was about alcohol. Right. And there's a sort of receptors in our brain that uh, once you start drinking alcohol, get uh, they say inflamed or uh, no, not inflamed, but desensitized. And that brings down your your inhibition. Right, okay. But the bigger brain gets shut down first. And then the smaller, you know, all the big, there's like three sections or four sections. Yeah. And the least susceptible uh, brain part is the primal brain. Ah. It has the least amount of those uh, receptors. So it gets affected the, the, uh, the last. And that's the point, the part of the brain where you have the uh, breathing, uh, heart rate uh, regulation, the, what's that and the and the fight and the fight or flight mechanism. The, the basic instinct, the yes. basic natural the thing, stuff. God yes, the things that you don't think about. Aye, that's it. Subconscious stuff. Yes, not really subconscious. No, even that. Because uh, it's just automatic. The, isn't it? The, the part of the brain where it controls your basic, basic functions and you and fight or flight is a basic option, is a basic thing. Yeah. But at it's the same so time, weird, right? But yeah. You think about it, the, the way the world goes, let's just say there's some fucking weird disaster happens, right? And all technology is gone. Boom. We're back to basics. If we've spent thousands of years getting rid of all that, we're going to have no idea how to use it. We're going to have to uh, re, re or de-evolve to be able to hunt. <laughs> Does that, that make sense? Uh, not really. Not really. If you think about it, if you think about it, look at look, look at the big picture. Yeah. Um, wars haven't really stopped, but the rate of wars have gone down. You've got yeah. more localized things less nation against nation mm. think about it i mean what did we have two 200 years ago napoleon oh fuck right napoleon yeah what did we have less than 100 years ago 
World War One, World War Two. Yeah, nation well, against before nation. Before that, you had Africa, didn't you? Wait, okay, yeah, okay. That's the colonial section. That's right. Two hundred years, one hundred fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What did we have since World War Two? Nothing on that scale. Uh, Russia, Afghanistan, uh, Vietnam, oh, like so U.S. Right. Vietnam, oh. uh, the two Koreas, but it was you can classify that as local. Again, Vietnam, kind of local. That, that was the fuck. That Korea was the, the Americans, like yes, but it why it, but it didn't spill out. <laughs> if you if you look at the battle zones, it didn't spill out. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay, after that, big, big, big stuff. Yeah, um, Falkland Isles. Oh, Falkland Islands, eh? Exactly. It's localized. Um, Gulf War, localized. Second Gulf War, localized. Everything is localized. Every war. If we if we can call it a war. Yeah. 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 The U.S. in Libya, Syria, the U.S. in Afghanistan, it's localized. It doesn't spill out. No. So the rate of war, the totality of war has gone down, if we like it or not. Now, what is the balance to all this? What's the balance to all this? Technology, innovation, progress. Yeah. We, uh, we have a ton of built-up energy to do stuff, yeah? So the rather popularity, than fight, the, we do the that. popularity yeah. of MMA, the popularity of... Well, fight, fight, fighting popularity sports in of general. Fight, fighting sports. Yeah. I'm not looking only on, on the UFC because there's Conor versus Khabib. Or I should say... Khabib. Kalabib. <laughs> Not Kalabib. Kalabib. <laughs> I got that for Joey Diaz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, not only the UFC, but Bellator. All the, all the, like, the promotions that you never hear about. Yeah, but they're yeah. very, 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 uh, they draw people. Not a lot, but they draw people. Brings people together. But the rise of fighting sports, but also the innovation and technology of everything. Once we, we have a built-up energy to do stuff, either to destroy or build. So we build because we have nothing left to destroy because if we start destroying things, then we get destroyed as well. Yeah, yeah. If it's a nation versus a nation, then nations go, you know... The front line goes bashing into one another. That's not. But when nations try to take over other nations, where they where do they go? Fuel deposit. Yeah. Yeah. Natural resource. Destroy that. Farms. Burn it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You make them rely on you if you're invading. Make 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 the country submit. Yeah. Uh, from the top by burning the bottom. Soldier versus soldier. 
It's like World War One. Yeah. But if you burn the fucking factory that makes the ammunition and the soldier, useless. So we invent technology. Now it's too precious. We don't go to war if our stuff is exposed. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can think about it like that. It's just a thought, dude. It's not oh, what you, I'm man. saying. It's not the gospel, but I'm thinking about it in terms of if we stop wars. Yeah, stop wars. Where do all the pent up energy go? And yeah, innovation, creation, and all that. Innovation, yeah. creation. Let's let's take that. Let's take the next step. Outer space. That that's the next thing. That. By yep. the way, see if we ever manage to make a space elevator, I can guarantee you, as soon as that fucking thing's built, every fucker will be going to space. Because there'll be so many fucking rockets and spaceships getting made. Yeah. You, you know what a space it, elevator it will, is? It will happen. And after after we solve getting out of the Earth uh, relatively in a safe way, then we will start to solve um long terms yeah well that's what i mean with uh, space hibernation yeah no i mean hibernation all that stuff oh like traveling sort of thing yeah yeah i just see what you mean well we don't we want to colonize other planets yeah we don't have the technology as it stands we can't leave the solar system not within a relative not right now no, if you want to have a decent fucking, no, no you can't. Was it three, three light years is the closest star? I think. I, I can't even remember what it's called. Four. It's four light years. Alpha, Alpha Centauri. Ah, right, okay. And we don't even know if we have a planet there to be on. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you, there. Yeah. You, there is a one-way ticket, and there is a one-way ticket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you need to be able to get there. On and the risk of a one-way trip. It is a one-way trip anyway. Aye. But Aye. because you don't have the energy to get back. No. And that's a risk in itself. You and know, if it's... there is no planet there, and it's a dual star system. Is it? Yeah. Alpha Centauri, they've proven that it's a dual star. Oh, wow. One is very old and one is very young, apparently. I think. If I'm not mistaken. I'm going to look into that. I didn't know that. But yeah, four light Pull years it up. in itself. That's, Pull it up, Jamie. That's how long? That's... <laughs> Jamie, I... <laughs> that, that's... I don't know. You're probably talking... How many years? I think, I, if I'm not there? mistaken, it, it, one is on the bluish spectrum of light and one is on the reddish spectrum of light. Blue's, so the reddish spectrum... The bad, blue one is... No, blue is the... Uh, younger planet, and the red is the older planet. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not googling. I'm looking. I'm looking <laughs> at my Discord right now. That's it. Alpha Centauri. Here we go. Uh, star system closest to us: four point three seven light years. Yeah, uh, right about that one. Four four light years. Um. Spectral color, color index, UB, BV, whatever that means. 
Oh, is that from Wikipedia? Oh, you've got Sagittarius A and Sagittarius B. Yes. What's the difference? There's, it's that... a dual star. It's a dual stars. Some... All right, okay. This is going to take some investigating. I think. Leave that for another day, I think. <laughs> yeah. To be looking through all that. Yeah, yeah. We need somebody else like uh, Jamie to, <coughs> to do it for us. <laughs> Aye. Um, so you're probably talking an outrageous amount of years to get there. So. Uh, yes. Yes. It's, it's not worth it at the it moment. It, it, we don't have the technology to do it right now. No, no, it, definitely not. Uh, it's something that we'll have to solve, and sadly, it's one of those things where, uh, in order to solve that, we need to solve uh, or either invent go. or solve. Um, Hundred years. Uh, an energy source, an energy source which is stronger than what we have, and to or, or in Aye. order to do that, somebody needs needs to invest money on a new energy source, and that means letting go of fossil fuels. And well, at the moment, nobody's gonna do that. You see, the, they've almost got um, is, what's it called? Is that I get, oh fuck? What's it called? What's that thing the sun does with the fusion thing? Oh yeah, fusion fusion engines. Fusion. It's still not. It's ne it's They've nearly still not it. there. They nearly got it. I think they got a reaction for like what was it zero point zero zero one seconds or some shit. But they managed well, it. But it, if they can make a proper fusion engine, that might push us to light speed, maybe. Or close to, um, or, or close to, or at least be able to power some sort of warp, warp uh, drive. I have no idea. I have no idea. It, it there's so many theories. There's uh, warp is Aye. like you're not the... really traveling in light speed. You're only traveling on a wave, Aye. Aye. and how to generate that wave, they don't know. Uh, the problem is, so I don't think many discovery got channel... to test this stuff. So, you know, as you said, you need to be able to innovate a new power source. And once you're able to use that in a realistic way, you can start testing stuff that requires exactly. more power. Exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Aye, and uh, you know what? I bet that someday someone is going to challenge uh, convention like... Everything in history got challenged, and somebody was going to say, "Well, I'm going to challenge Einstein, and I'm going to prove something that he said is unprovable, which means faster than light travel." Yeah, but I think that's in the general. Aye, that's that uh, equals mc squared, isn't it? Yes. Um, Generally speaking, uh, the thing about Einstein is the fact that he said that after the uh, if you pass the speed of light, then you can actually see yourself coming. It's uh, like if you travel more than faster than the speed of light, then you go through a door. 
into a room and the light that that casts your shadow will come or not the light that casts shadow i'm being stupid here uh you would the, see what's in front of you. The, you will see yourself coming through the door. Right, okay. At a, at a, at, at a slower speed. Yeah, because you're catching up. The light's catching up with you. The light is yeah. catching up to your movement. You so know, it it's impossible. I was just... I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not an expert. I, I, all I do is watch a lot of Discovery yeah. Channel stuff. Yeah. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm. uh, that lovely asian guy that i never never know his name he's got a gray hair and he's really nice and he explains things really really eloquently yeah i don't remember his name i've seen so many shows with that guy i need to find that guy. but yes uh <laughs> he has a, i don't remember what his name is he's uh, in asian descent he doesn't have any accent he's in totally he's complete american right he's got an, even an american name but I I forgot his name, but uh, yeah, he explained he had a show where he's trying to explain what are the theories. And one of the theories about uh, faster than light is the fact that, again, you can't really get it into your head how it works. But I'm betting someone somehow will explain how we can do it. Uh, maybe. Maybe. maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Again, 400 years ago, the world was flat. <laughs> yeah. And now there's crazy people who still think it's fucking flat. Oh, I think they're just after attention. They like ah, arguing with people. I don't know. Yeah. But the... That was... Oh, what was I going to say? The oh, thing I... that ruined me is somebody said that Shaquille O'Neal, one of my favorite, if not the my favorite NBA Basketball player, yeah, thinks the world is flat. Somebody said that somewhere, <laughs> and I was like, "No, please, Don't God, do it. no!" Don't do it. And and I think <clears throat> he was either at his own show. He's got a basketball show in the U uh, at the U.S. I not not I don't really watch it, but I watch clips on it on YouTube. Yeah. And I think he said it there. It's like people people actually think. I think that the world is flat and it was like he has a, a basketball and he uh, turns it like he uh, rotates it on his finger. It was like, maybe this basketball is flat too. <laughs> Something I've seen it somewhere. I can't find it anymore. Maybe the Illuminati took it away from oh, YouTube. Maybe <laughs> with a demonetization. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe the I was watching a theme and he was talking about you ever watch him? Uh, I used to watch him a little bit yeah. I used to watch him I actually um, I never knew who Athene is but when I got into streaming I used uh, Streamlabs it's now something something else Right. He used to be called something else. Okay. Uh, and he, at, around that time, he started to have a beef with them for, for them taking his donations or oh, them taking yeah. a cut of his donations. And it just appeared on my uh, YouTube feed, 
YouTube feed and I started to watch him and you know every t every single time he was he had something that made sense but then he went off on something and it seems so weird that the yeah. guy could be rational and then do irrational things that that says you know what I'm saying he, he likes he says he's got a character that he you know like ghosty's got a character and that's what he portrays when he goes off on one that's a, that's a theme you know yeah. that's his character but or so he says I just, yeah, I got fed up with it. You know what? Did, but anyway, he did, he did no harm to me. No, no. So no. I, I don't wish him ill will. My, my point of bringing let him enjoy himself. He he spoke to a scientist about Lightspeed, and he says because I think at the time that new Star Trek film was coming out, um, the first new one. With, uh, okay. Spock, you know what I'm with Spock. Yeah, yeah, I know. Aye, aye, With the one. red matter and aye, uh, aye. Eric Benet as a uh, fucked up Romulan. <laughs> yep. Well, he was talking to the scientist guy about it, and he says, if, if that spaceship, you know, if you've seen it disappear, what in front of you, what you would see is a, la a long line of like a stretched out spaceship as the exactly. light started to disappear from you towards it, and then from the other side, that thing would be there before you could see it. And then yes. all of a sudden you would see the, the, the spaceship coming towards you as the light catches up. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's the, the whole thing. That's, uh, that's how they explain it in every single uh, physics uh, lesson that deals with that kind of thing. There, yeah. There's also... You know what? There's also... Have you ever heard of the Einstein-Rosen bridge? Uh, I think in I a have. movie. Even in a movie. It's a sort of... Lincoln two how, universes sort it's of thing. Sort of, no, no, no. Not two universes. It's sort of how... Uh, the, the, generally speaking, the theory is there are wormholes that connect certain spots in space. That moving yeah. through them breaks the law of uh, speed of light. But generally speaking, you don't move at the speed of light in them. It just pushes you out to another opening Yeah, in space. Sort of. Uh, I'm probably butchering the whole theory. No, but I, I get what you mean. As, as per se, if you can prove or find a spot like that you can move faster than light mm, yeah well I hear you yep um what else do you want to talk about man because we've got plenty of time yeah we've that, that went down, right down a rabbit hole <laughs> yeah we didn't even get onto my first subject <laughs> really was... what's the first subject what time do you wake up <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, my, my, I the usually, question is, I usually, yeah, like your morning routine. So, you, what time do you start work at? I start at seven a.m. Right. So I have to get up at around five. Uh, deal with the, deal with the dog. Uh, fix my shit. Uh, drink my coffee, or usually I just pack my coffee. 
uh, in the thermos and uh, get my food out of the fridge. I I usually prepare food in advance. I don't. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> I I don't want to pay for food outside because uh, it's it's just too costly. Yeah. To, to eat every day outside. Um. And I go to work. I uh, in the last six months where my wife did not work, I had the car, so I I drove to work. But uh, we're back on the bus, baby. Yeah. Back on the bus. It takes me about forty minutes to get to work. Uh, it's not really far away. It takes me about 15, 20 minutes in a car. But, you know, buses, buses being buses, you know, public yeah, transport. Yeah, and starting, stopping, starting. Yeah, exactly. So it takes me about 40 minutes to get to work. Uh, I work at the at a university in uh, Tel Aviv, main university in Tel Aviv. Okay. Uh, I work at the psych department, and I handle rats, like uh, lab rats. Okay. I'm like the savior of the rats because <laughs> I, I take care of the rats. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not the one doing in the experiments. So I'm not the bad guy. Not that it matters to me so much, but I'm not the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. And I deal with everything that it revolves around, uh, being humane and ethical with the, with the animals. Yeah. Cause we've got rats and we've got mice, but nothing else. There's no monkeys. There's no pigs, there's no rabbits, <laughs> there's no ducks. We're not force feeding anybody. Um but yeah, uh I'm not like I'm not the manager and I don't really want to be, but it is a job. It has tenure. I did get tenure, so it's really hard to fire me. What's it pays me tenure? decent. Tenure is when you uh get accepted to a job and in order to be fired, you need to do something really severe. So, Gross like uh, stealing from work, um, yeah. uh, being accused, uh, being accused criminally about anything is uh, something that is you can be fired for. Mm. Um, yeah, but generally speaking, it's a job for life. Right. Okay. A, prof a professor gets tenure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so professors normally it's job security for life till right. uh till pension, and then I get a pension. Okay. Not a large one, but a good one. Yeah. Well, I suppose but generally speaking, the thing is the thing about my job is, and that's why I uh, kind of don't want to leave. Uh, is the fact that I have an office and I have a PC at the office and the PC is my old rig. So it's, it's, it, it's generally pretty good. Uh, not the best, but it's yeah. really good. Um, it sits on, uh, on a good chunk of bandwidth as well. So we've got a uh, hundred down and a hundred up. Wow. Connection. <laughs> uh, which you can get in this country, even if you live in a, a, a normal apartment, but it really depends if they deployed like the fiber optic. Yeah. If you're yeah. living in a neighborhood where you have fiber optics, you can get a hundred and a hundred or 200 and 200, which is insane. That, that is my computer. I've got an eight core computer. And I bet you if I tried to upload at like, 
4K on my computer before I die. You can't do it. No, it's not that your computer dies. The connection won't be stable enough yeah. and large enough and wide enough. The bandwidth can, can take yeah. it. The yeah. bandwidth can't take the amount of information even though your computer can process it. Yeah. So, at my job, I have a set amount of work to do every single day. So, I have – it revolves around cages. It's, uh, you know, people don't like uh, animals in cages. Fuck you. Go to the <laughs> zoo. It's – even if they're not – if there's no bars, it's a cage. Okay? Yeah. Spare, spare me your uh, stuff. Essex. So, the an <laughs> yeah, the animals are in – large enough cages there are rules and regulations how much you can keep in a single cage yeah and i'm the one that enforces that because i know what's best and i have a veterinarian that says uh you didn't do your best because this and this and that so you know that's on your record yeah so i keep i keep my stuff on the straight and narrow so i have a set amount of work to do I have, let's say, 300 cages to do today. And what does that mean? It means I go into a room or several rooms, clean the sawdust, make it nice and clean for the animals. They don't need to have... I, I, I'm not going to get into it, but I clean uh, uh, the amounts of cages. I make sure they have plenty of water. I yep. make sure they have plenty of food, Okay. Generally speaking, clean the room in terms of visuals, not because yeah. I, the animals need it, but because the humans need it. <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of sawdust uh, makes a lot of dust, which is very, very, uh, yeah, it's very, not very good thin, for your lungs, no. and it goes into your lungs, and that's not really good. So everything in the room needs to be clean for the students and for the professors who do their job and research the stuff that they research. Yeah. Yeah. But I make sure everything is clean. The amount of time I do that is was about six hours. And it's an eight hour job. Mm. Today, nowadays, it it could take me and it depends on how much I have for the day. It can take me between an hour and four hours. Huh. That means at the maximum, I've got four free hours at my job. And everyone who works with me knows that. Okay? Huh. Okay. So generally speaking, I have time to finish up my, my work. Everything is tip-top, tippity-top, yeah? Yeah. But I sit down and I play my video game. Or, <laughs> or... Or, and I've been doing that more recently, uh, go on YouTube and watch videos on how people edit their uh, edit their videos. Okay. How they make, uh, not really Photoshop, because I use a, a program called GIMP, which is basically free Photoshop. All right. Uh, how they make, uh, how to make, like, decent enough uh, thumbnails, how to make certain effects either in uh, Premiere Pro or After Effects which is like uh, the Adobe editing yeah, software that, yeah yeah so that's that's 
what fills my day. I have time to watch people on Twitch, either be it Mike or anybody else. Um, but it gives me the freedom to do the stuff I love. Yeah. And if something comes in, like if I need to get up and deal with a certain student who needs uh, things for me, I put on pause, I go and do it. If I get killed, like I don't know. If I'm in a dungeon and I get killed, then I get killed. And probably the best thing that happens to me was the um, the LFD system, which means I go in, and if you know something happens and I have to get up, then either I exit the dungeon or, for some reason, I stay in the dungeon and wait for people to carry me through it. <laughs> uh, it never happens uh the afk system boots me out or it right. asks people to boot me out okay but generally speaking i have time to play my video games at work plus plus i can stream from work which is uh a lot of fun yeah i've, I've tuned in a few of them it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to stream from work, but yeah, for the longest time I didn't have a camera at work, and for the longest time I didn't have a mic at work. Yeah, and I took my old camera there so people can see I'm actually live, not only on chat. And then yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a person yeah. said, "Yeah, a person said, uh, don't you have a microphone so we can hear you talk?" I said, "Well, there is the microphone that is on the camera." But there's so many sounds coming in from, you know, from the air conditioning system. Sorry. That's fine. The air conditioning system and from people walking about because the office isn't really closed. Yeah. And they said, well, just just pull it up and we can hear it. And I pulled it up. They said, it's fine, dude. I can hear you. It's not the best sound in the world, but we can hear you. We don't hear any AC coming in. It's like fine, I left it on. See, so that's now what? Thing, yeah, it depends how sensitive your mic is as well. It's, there's a lot. Of, can you? I mean, can I, you hear I my know. computer? No. Well, I can hear it, <laughs> so it's not. Yeah, well, you're there. It all it yeah. all depends on uh, on how you set up your own microphone yeah. and how sensitive it is to begin with. I mean, my home mic, the the mic I'm using now is the mic I'm using for my uh, my regular streams. Yeah. Pretty powerful microphone, but it's a condenser microphone. The microphone that I have at work is a regular, shitty ass, like <laughs> like cell phone microphone. Yeah. Uh, I hear you. Let's say. See, I quite enjoy streaming. And I do too. I'm, I'm, I do too. I'm not too bothered if people. It's good when people watch you because then you can talk to them and that, and it's it starts to flow a bit better. But when people don't watch, it can be a bit demoralising. But I like to try and push it. I'd like to try and keep going, you know. And you got to try and find I, a way I of motivating yourself. I, eh? I do too. I do too. I mean, I get really frustrated when I finish a stream and I my. Uh, uh, my uh, chat window is blank. Yeah, and I uh, from I use uh, Stream Elements instead of Stream Labs. Yeah, I use and, that. Um, and 
you get a, I get a, an email with uh, they break down your viewership. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And I get it's like a big graph from the time you started till the time you finished, and how many people were here at like two twenty five. Yeah. It's like I'm it gets pretty demoralized if I if I see like one or two, and that means one. Generally speaking, that means one person was there. And it was he or she was lurking, and they did watch you, or maybe not watch you, just pulled it up on a tab yeah. and went to do something else, and just did you a favor for being being there. As but they didn't talk, and yeah. it it gets really demoralizing. It's like, why am I doing this? But still, you go out and you do it because you like it, ah. and that's why people do it. And if you if you have your mindset and if you have the mindset of, you know what, fuck it, I'm doing this for me. I, I'm I'm out there. The computer is on. I play anyway. I'm sitting here anyway. It's just I've added a microphone and I've added a camera on me. I'm still playing. I'm still playing the game I want. But then you you put in the elements of maybe making it look nice and yeah. uh, presenting yourself and looks even if nobody's there you're still talking in into the ether you know you're mm. talking into the microphone and when you talk you talk to an audience maybe they're not there but you talk as if there's a thousand people. It changes, and when people do catch your stream, maybe there's a better chance for them to stay. Yeah, you're not just sitting there blank, waiting on people talking to you. I see what you mean. Just I had talk, a just go for it. Just talk about something. Talk about space. Talk about yeah. It doesn't matter. I had a, um, I had a sort of a rev revelation a few a few months ago. I was really disheartened and I really thought, well, fuck it. You know, I'm doing, I have a family. I have a job. I don't have a lot of time, free time to do what I like. Yeah. And when I do do the things that I like, I usually sit, have one monitor on YouTube and one monitor playing a game. I was like, it's, it's so hard to get noticed it's so hard to get noticed and you're doing this basically to get noticed and to make people laugh that's yeah. my mindset make yeah. people laugh make people not laugh you know ha what make them happy. i'm not a comedian happy happy is the great word yeah happy to see you hmm. happy to hear you not even if the camera is not there happy to hear you Aye. and i was like what am I doing so wrong that people don't notice me? I mean, I know I can make them happy. Why aren't they tuning in? Yeah. And it was like, what am I doing that is so significantly terrible or different from other streamers? And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I go into other people's streams and usually I see the same goddamn thing. And I said, and 
some of those people have one or two and some of those people have 100 or 200 people. Mm -hmm. And they're basically doing the same, which means it's all about discoverability. Yeah. Fine. Let's go and watch the big streamers. I don't mean Dr. Disrespect. Uh, no, I know Because he's a character. He's a character. Let's go to Lyric. What does Lyric do that other people don't, uh, don't do? Uh, Nothing uh, much. He doesn't even have a fucking camera. <laughs> okay, let's go to a person that has loads of views and generally speaking has no drama about him. It, in terms of not chat, but in terms of the person, Asmongold. Everybody's saying Asmongold has a toxic chat, blah, blah, blah. They yeah, said the that. same thing about Soda Poppin'. Soda Poppin is very controversial because his life was in a turmoil. Now it's not, depending on who you talk to. Yeah. Now it's not. But he had a time where everybody tuned in because the IRL stuff was what people was what people wanted to see. It was juicy news that people was, wanted to see. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the shitty stuff. Yeah. Go to Osmongold. Watch an Asmongold uh, uh, stream. He's not particularly uh, funny. He's not funny. Uh -huh. He's not particularly interesting. He, he doesn't have a weird face. He's got a regular face. You know, yeah. he's not ugly. He's not uh, good looking. He's somewhere in the middle like most of us. Yeah. Well, not me. I'm, I'm gorgeous. Oh, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but he he doesn't do anything particularly. Now, I've went into Asmongold's streams when he had about 50,000 YouTube subs and just started streaming. He didn't have notifications on. He didn't have a donation bar. He didn't, he didn't even have a sub. I watched Asmongold, at least on the VODs. Yeah. I remember watching him when he just started. He had 200, 300 people that knew him from the, from the YouTube. Yeah. You know? And they, those are the people who told him, you should stream. And he, I remember one of his streams, he was like getting donations every single second. He was like, 10 seconds, donation. 10 seconds donation. He was like, he didn't know what to say. He was stuck during the whole stream. Yeah. And I watched him about two months ago on his stream. He's barely changed. Barely. Hmm. The whole, the only thing that's changed with him is the fact that there, there are notifications and he's not surprised when people are donating, donating money. That's it. That it. He does the same thing. He does a transmog competition. He does the transmog runs with people. He is strict about who's getting who, what loot and uh, blah, 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 blah. Nothing particularly different. And if you go to those people who have 
I don't know, 50 people in the stream, 10 people. He doesn't do anything that is over the top, crazy, whiteboard, thought, anything like that. Yeah. You know, he doesn't. He sits in his fucking attic or basement or wherever <laughs> he sits there, talks at a regular tone voice, doesn't have extra reactions, doesn't go flying off the shelf. He's not Dr. Disrespect. And he's not particularly, um, he's not like Shroud. I, I get the appeal of Shroud. Shroud is a really good uh, professional gamer. Yeah. So people tune in to see him kick people's asses. Shroud isn't really a particularly, you know, over-the-top character. You know? Have yeah. you seen Shroud? No. He's pretty relaxed. Have you seen Summit? Summit 1G. No. He's a bit of a character. He's a bit of a character. But again, he's at the mindset where he's a pro gamer yeah. from CSGO. Yeah. And he attracts a lot of uh, younger crowd. Shroud as well. People who are like, oh, dude, look at that fucking headshot he did. Blah, 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 blah. You know, that's, you know, I would love that crowd as a... Uh, people who pay me money but i wouldn't do what he does because it's not me yeah. you don't do something that is not you because it it shows oh, it shows. I see what you mean yeah so generally speaking there is not one thing you can do to get noticed all you do is to be, be yourself, yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. yes and if you get discovered good and if you don't get discovered be aware that um, being discovered is a lot of different elements, but one of them is uh, getting a schedule and sticking to it. Uh, yeah, that people... is a big problem for people who have families and jobs and a wife that uh, doesn't understand Agro. what the PC is all about. Get wife aggro. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I yes. know that too well. Yes. It's not like Ninja, where he is an over-the-top character, but he's also a professional player, a professional gamer, and he has a wife now. Yeah. But he was first a streamer, and his wife knows what that entails. Aye. Aye. She's, she's, she knew from the start what she was getting into. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She knows that this is the job. Yeah. My wife knows me as the guy who worked 20, not 24-7, but I, there was a time of my, uh, in my life where I worked seven days a week. Every right. day. Every day for a year and a half. Wow. She was in school. She had a job. It didn't put, you know, it put uh, better food on the table. But the lights were on because of me. The yeah. rent, everything. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. I've got you. It's a different outlook. People. That's what people don't get. Sometimes you need to work harder to, you know, provide it. 
and you see yeah. people, you see people that don't want jobs. So what are you doing? Go <laughs> get a job, yeah. or at least try and get a job. You know. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes it's hard getting a job, but th- there is people that don't want to work. You know, that's how the world ticks. Yeah. Need a job. But <clears throat> what I'm saying is, if you if we go back to the streaming thing, um, in order to have, in order for you to have a chance to be discovered, you have to stick to a schedule. Aye, sorry, aye, aye. And uh, it is considerably hard for people with a wife and kids to do that mm. because life is life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, today, uh, I picked... Well, I never picked them up, but I got away from work early today because to, the wife's away to England today. So I'm yeah. in the house on my own. So I had to be home for my son walking home from school. So I gets home. He comes in. I made some food for him and me. And then we sat and we played Fortnite until about half five, you know, from three to about half five. It did my fucking nothing. Oh, wow. We done tried 50v50, which is fine. You know, we've played it. We've done our thing. And then we've done, the, is it the workshop thing? It's called? Play, I'm playground. not really versed in what Fortnite has or hasn't but had. Basically, it's just me and him on the map. And then we go somewhere. I keep saying to him, I'm going to kill you. No, you're not. And he'll just run away. <laughs> so we're trying, you know. And it's quite infuriating because you're supposed to try and kill each other or build a base and then try and kill each other or whatever. But he just wants to play on the map. He's not bothered about killing people. And it's quite, yeah, I get it's that. quite frustrating. It's, tr- it's hard trying to have patience. You know, you've got to try and have time. Maybe with him. Fortnite isn't for him. No, no, he plays the game. He just doesn't want to kill each other. He just wants to build. You know, it's to use it like Minecraft. Like like I said, people, uh, people, yeah, people are going with that. Yeah, some people just like building. Why don't you get him? Uh, not Minecraft, but oh, he's got Minecraft. one of those one of those survival games. Maybe not Conan Exiles per se, but a a game where he builds. I mean, when I grew up, I had um, and I talked about it a little bit with uh, with Noble. I think I think. It was like almost two hours of conversation. Yeah. But generally speaking, I when I grew up uh, in my teens, I had a decent PC, and uh, my mother worked at a place where they sell music CDs. Right. But back then, back then, if you wanted to get a PC game, you had two choices, uh, three choices. Uh, you either um, get it, get a, go to a, a toy shop and get illegal discs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either go to a gaming, not a gaming shop, but a PC tech shop, let's say. Not a PC shop, but a tech shop. Yeah. Get the games there. Or you go to a bookstore that has a shelf with loads of music CDs, and at the bottom, there's the PC game section. So the company that was 
filling those shelves my mother worked at and it was a big storage place and they had a section of pc games now the thing is they um they they were shrink wrapping their games and they have a shrink wrap machine but most yeah. of the games before they uh went out to stores were not shrink wrapped and they came in at a box where it's like a board game box where you just open it it's just you just open it yeah and you have the disc and you can install and all you need to do to play the game is leave the disc in the drive and i'm not talking about cds here i'm talking about discs floppy yeah. disc yeah so i had a ton of games coming into my uh, coming into my pc because you can play the game and when you're done with the game you can just put it back in the box as long as the box isn't damaged the uh, there was um, like a paper case where you put the floppy disk in mm -hmm. put it back in uh, you had a booklet coming in in the same box if that is intact place it back in the box and you can just just return it <laughs> get it back to my mother return it and she would give me another game and play that game and all over again now a few of those floppy disks shh don't tell anybody <laughs> but i knew how to copy so i copied a few games some of them uh, had uh, a better protection but some of them didn't so i had a a bunch of games that were illegally downloaded yeah into my home floppy disk <laughs> So I had uh, I had a wee good time in my house. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where I was going with this. I can't remember either. <laughs> um, oh, custom games. Uh, I'm uh, playing games and things like that. Minecraft. Yeah. Um, older games. I what? Yeah, that's that's the point I wanted to make. Having known this. Uh, a lot of games that I loved, loved, loved playing were um, sim games. SimCity, Theme Hospital. Right. Okay. Uh, well, Theme Hospital is later. It's, it came out on a CD. But um, those type of games, the building games, the managing of your thing games. Yeah. That were more appealing to me. The game, one of my favorite games ever is Railroad Tycoon. The original Sid Meier's Railroad Tycoon is one of the games where my mom brought it home and I fell in love with it. And it's one of those games where I couldn't really copy it because you could copy it and you could play with the copies. Yeah. But in order to authenticate the login, you needed the original disc. And even if you copied the original disc, it really it it never took yeah then the copies were were um corrupted enough for it to not not authenticate so you couldn't really play yeah so it was one of those games where i i said to my mother please don't return this could you buy it for me 
And she said, yeah, because she uh, got a discount. All right. So she didn't really pay for the game. They took it out of her salary and she didn't pay full price because uh, she didn't play. She didn't pay the VAT yeah, and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So she didn't pay full price. And so she, she didn't it, mind. You didn't get every game anyway. You only got how many games did you actually get her to buy? To that uh, point, two, yeah, so two games. It's worthwhile then. It's not as if you're going, oh, I want this, I want this, I want to keep this, no, I want to keep this. No, no, it's not like, no. it, yeah, it's not like a stream. I didn't have uh, boxes stacked up high <laughs> of games. I had a like a small plastic uh, thing that had a lot of floppy disks in it, and yeah. most of those games were copied. Um, and... Oh, the little floppy disk holders. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember them. <laughs> It's, uh, I used to have it for a very long time and it was still at my mother's place. And in one of her moves, it was gone. And I was like, damn, I wanted to save that, but I don't really need it. <laughs> no. I wanted to save it, but you know, for nostalgia. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, going back even further to your son, maybe he's into building and managing games instead of Fortnite. Oh, I was never into shooting games when I was a kid. Yeah, never. It didn't. I I didn't find the appeal in it. Hmm. Just it. Uh, it's a food for thought, you know. Yeah. When you uh, when you uh, think about, and I don't know you don't even know how we got there, but we're gonna get there. Yeah. Food for thought. You have a table. A ta the table is filled with food. All the food that is on the table you've never seen before, never tasted before, uh, and you know, don't know if it's good or not. In terms of coloring, it looks amazing. It's very colorful. Everything on the table is tip-top. Okay. But it's food that you don't know. What what do you do? You taste, yeah? Yeah. A normal person it, would yeah. taste. Try this, try that, try this, try that. And eventually you'll you're gonna taste something that is so good and you're gonna say, I want this. I'll have that, but in smaller portions and not every day. This, yeah. however, that I've just put in my mouth. Is so good, I'm willing to eat that every single day. That's how games are. Yeah. I think you always no, find right. the you're genre right. of stuff that you like, like the most, but you can also play other things and you do enjoy them. Oh, you've got to have But a you always come back to that game. other thing. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a good example of that, right? I have a judgment system on games. Uh, if it lasts more than... If I play it, so I come home from work today, and it lasts until I go to bed, it's an alright game. If I go back to it again tomorrow, it's a really good game. And then if I'm playing it the next day, I'm basically playing it for the next week, then it's brilliant. Because it's not that I get bored, it's just that 
just can't be bothered with it. Like Wolfenstein, that's brilliant example. I, I just dived into that. I was just playing that constantly. And I put it on, I started on Brutal, the, the hardest difficulty, I think it was Brutal. And I just kept going and kept going and kept going. And it was brilliant because it was so hard, but it was good. And I, I don't think I completed it. I think my PC died and I had to reinstall Windows. And then I lost interest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it took a while. Like, and it's See, and that's, a few that's games. A sh- that's a shooting game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. But then Plus the game, story and all that stuff. A game like Ring. Have you played that? Rhyme? Yeah. Uh, I can't play that. I know the ending. How did you know the ending? Did you watch Peach playing it? Yep. Ah. I've seen the whole... You know what? I'm not big on... Uh, I'm not big on puzzle games. Right. Uh, okay. Like Zelda and all that stuff. It's like mini puzzles. I wouldn't say a puzzles, but mini puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It's a particular mini puzzle because uh, I like adventure games in the old style, like uh, Monkey Island. Oh, yeah. Love those games. I haven't played those in a while because you, they don't make any more of no. those games. No, they don't. But I used to play a tons of those. One of those, you know, those games that my mother got me was those adventure games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, so the mini puzzle games, which means you have to put this and this and do that, jump here, do this. So yeah. like the new Zelda, Rhyme is like the same. Uh, yeah. yeah, I hear you. When he started to play, I was like, eh, I don't, I don't care for those puzzle games. But I played something else. But he was in the background. I wasn't really watching. I was listening, right, which okay. happens a lot because at, at my job I have only one monitor. So I can't really. Yeah, it's difficult to do play. both from one So I mostly, I mostly hear him, and uh, sometimes I, I go back and forth and just watch. Uh-huh. And I don't know. At some point, it got me. I wanted to know the ending. Ah. I wanted to know what happens. And well, did you finish the game? Yeah, yeah, I completed it. I finished it finished the game. Got the feels, man. Destroyed <laughs> me. Oh, I got me like destroyed me. I mean, I don't know how many people will listen to this podcast. I bet a lot. Don't say what the ending is. No, 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 no. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. It, and everybody uh, that I've told the about is, the game, I've said I've not told them what it is. I've told them what you know, it's a puzzle game, blah 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 blah. It's got got a weird story to it but you get there in the end um but it's worth it yes yes it's worth it but for yeah. me it was worth it one time yeah. a friend of mine a, a, a streamer friend of mine uh started to play it and i didn't really ne- didn't have time to watch it mm-hmm. i jumped in and out and in and out and once he got to the places where it, it the end where it rains yeah yeah I was like, okay, I'm going to stay in the stream for as long as I can uh, and see his reaction. I was like, yeah, because you know what? The reaction came and he was like blown away (laughs) because he had he he was he kept theorizing what is the end game throughout the game, which. But it fucks with you, though. It fucks with you. It throws you off in a different direction. 
It fucks with you. Yeah. In a good way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it fucks with you. But when it does, and when the credits roll in, it's like, you know what? It's it's a good thing uh, nobody in the chat said anything. Yeah. And I told them this. I was like, dude, dude, I was so <laughs> close to telling you this and that. That would ruin your fucking game. That would seriously ruin yeah. your fucking yeah, game. Yeah, would. I was, when I first seen that, it was on that Mate's Walk when I seen Preach playing it. Um, and it showed yeah, you. Yeah, but the, it didn't really spoil no, anything. No, it didn't. I it didn't. Watched, I've watched it. I've watched it. And, and then I seen his reaction at the start of the video, and I'm like, why the fuck? What? What? Why is he got the feels? And then I'm like, fuck it. I'm not even watching that. I went straight in, got the game, played right through it, and I'm like, right. And there's bits where you're like, nah, that's no real. Oh, yeah, fucker. Wow. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, it's like, holy shit. And then I went through and I, I watched the end of his stream, and I was like, yep, he got it the same exactly. bit. <laughs> um, totally worth even it. Even saying, I have something to say. Hmm. And I wanted to say it in that my friend's stream as well. And I said, you know, what? I'm not going to say it, but there's something that you can say that won't spoil the ending. But when you describe it to the person after he finished the game, he was like, dude, I understand what you're going through. I each and every person. And again, I'm not going to go into it because it will spoil it. For each and every person, it's a different experience at the end. Aye. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. For each and every person. I know we are, I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. I For know each exactly and every person, <laughs> it's a different experience at the end. Yeah. And throughout the game, the game fucks with you. <laughs> No matter where, what's your background, no matter what's your stuff, yeah? yeah? It fucks with you like it fucks with anybody else. But at the end of the game, each person has a different experience with that particular ending. Yeah. Yeah, I know where you're going with that. That's it. That's the best way I can put it without spoiling anything. I can say that to a person who didn't play the game. was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Aye, what the fuck? But then you know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Let's move on because I'm going to spoil that game. Uh, yeah, Rhyme. Rhyme, I can't. I won't buy it because I know the ending. Uh, it's a game where you have to experience from start to finish. Yes, yes. In order to un even comprehend the ending. So we'll leave it at that. Aye, aye definitely. Totally worth buying. <laughs> uh, okay. What's your go-to fast food? Ooh. Uh... Wow. Mm. <laughs> choices, choices. <laughs> Nowadays, uh, fast food, like, if I break my uh, my diet, yeah, yeah, yeah probably yeah. Pizza. pizza, probably pizza. Yeah, if not pizza, um, there is uh, there is a pastry 
thing that you can do in a variety of different fillings. Like a croissant uh, sort of it's, thing. It's, a, it's sort of a, like everything around here. It's sort of Greek, but it's also Turkish. Right. Because you know, you know about the relationship between Greece and Turkey? No. Um, uh, let let me let me try this because you have to know the background. Right. Uh, Greece Greece was a a, a a mini powerhouse of Europe. Yeah. Yep. Greek culture, Greek stuff. So uh, when you talk about Greece, you're not only talking about the Greek islands. You're also talking about set settlements in Turkey. Not all of Turkey, but settlements in Turkey. Mm -hmm. Settlements in, at the like North Africa. So Carthage is was started as a Greek thing, not right. a Roman thing. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, Sicily and um Ooh, sort yeah. of gibraltar right sort of. yeah sort there are certain areas where it, it had greek influence okay. either because greek greece greek culture or uh alexander the great either from this or from that mm -hmm. okay yep. so a lot of greek dishes have the equivalent turkish dishes right turkish coffee in Greece, is coffee, but it's the same coffee. Right, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, yep. It's the same way of preparing it. It's the same way of making it. It's the same coffee. In Turkey, it's Turkish coffee. In Greece, Greece coffee. <laughs> yeah. Or coffee. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, so in Greece, I don't know why, maybe because of uh, Jewish immigrants that came from Greece, there is a pastry called burekas. Right. It even sounds it even sounds Greek. It's basically phyllo pastry with stuff in it: cheese, potatoes, mushrooms, spinach, whatever. So you can make that savory, and you can also make that sweet with apple filling, custard, uh, chocolate. What, what did you say it was called? Burekas. It's a small pastry. Typically, it's either rectangular or triangular. I don't even know how you spell it. Yeah, I'm spelling it totally wrong. Oh, hang on. Ten Israeli breads and pastries you need to know about. B-O-U-R-E-K-A- K-A-S. What the hell? B-O-U. B-O-U. R-E-K-A-S. Oh, yep, yep. I've heard them before. Well... It, Maybe not exactly then, but I've had things like it. Similar in, shape. in Turkey, uh, the word is borek. Right. Not borekas. Borek. I mean, I've had them with apple fillings and things like that. It says it's prevalent in Turkey, Albania, Eastern, Ar uh, Eastern Arabian, uh, Armenian, Assyrian, Bulgarian, Greek. Wow. 
Israel, Italy, former Yugoslav nations, Romania, Crimea, Moldova. So that the area around the Black Sea, sort of. Yeah. Basically, it's basically puff pastry or phyllo, uh, phyllo pastry, which is basically yeah, the, the, the same sweet, thing. It's flaky, flaky pastry, pastry yeah. with 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 filling. So my uh, my guilty pleasure is mostly Friday morning. Yeah, I go to a I go to a store real real close, like a minute walk. Uh, it's a pastry shop. They sell everything, including that. Mm. Uh, and they make it at 4 a.m. So when I come, I, I drop off my kids at schools when there's no, you know, there's no vacation zone. Yeah. I drop my kids at schools at the kindergarten, go to that store, buy several uh, savory ones, several sweet ones. And have my guilty pleasure with my morning coffee. I don't even drink coffee before I get those. All right. So that's re not really my go-to, but that's my. I can eat your guilty pleasure. I can eat sugar and and dough now because I've earned it. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Let's say something else. So that that's my that's. If we're talking about when I go out and have a fast food, normally it's pizza because I go out with my kids. They don't really like uh, um, hamburgers. And frankly, there aren't really good hamburger shops around here. All right, okay. Uh, if you want a good hamburger, you have to go to a restaurant. Ah, really? Okay. Uh, like a meat place. Yeah. And when you go to a meat place, Hamburger is like the lowest menu item, but it's if done correctly, it's really good. Well, you can get some nice burgers, like yeah, um, you could. Um, a more, a more high. We'll call it a more high end burgers because yeah. the meat is better than McDonald's. See, to be honest, I've had one decent burger in my life. If I'm being, if I'm thinking about it, um, we went to Spain. Mallorca. We went to Mallorca. No, Tenerife. We went to Tenerife on a family holiday yep. and we went to the Jack Daniels bar. And it was a Jack Daniels restaurant as well. And it was the Jack Daniels sauce and the burgers and everything. And, oh, it was good. Like, I loved it. But I like Jack Daniels. And that whole essence of it on the burger. I really enjoyed it. But other than that, yeah, you get your Burger Kings and everything. You know they're all right, but this didn't compare. Like, yeah, I don't. I try not to eat burgers, especially not McDonald's. Yeah, that's, that's uh, it's not good. It's not good. It's not even tasty. No, I, I don't. I, like I don't mean chips. it's not good for you. I like, yeah, McDonald's chips are good. Yeah, I like them. What say? Uh, what do you? Next question. What Go. do you drink? I like this. What, what do you? Uh, what is your hangover cure? I don't really drink that much. Right. I don't really drink that much. Okay. I have an extensive bar, <laughs> but I don't really drink that much. I have 
several really nice, good single malt whiskies I've got in my collection. One. I've got a good one that I won on a raffle, and it's oh, it's gorgeous. I don't, uh, I don't drink whiskey on its own. Really, put juice with it, but I tried it the other night there. It, yesterday we vanished. I had a glass of it with some ice, and I was able to drink it. It was really nice. You know, it's not like Jack Daniels where it gives you that punch in the face at the back of it. it actually, it was actually quite nice. Uh, I I did enjoy a lot of, I, but I have to drink with somebody. It, drinking alone is not fun. No, it's not. Not fun, especially hard liquor. Not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. It's a social thing. I used thing. to drink with my dad. Oh yeah. I used to drink with my yeah. My dad is like. Uh, because he can't really afford good whiskeys, and I do enjoy whiskey. Yeah, he's like he's coming over to my place. Like, what are we drinking today? <laughs> it used to be like that. Now, uh, kind of complicated. Right. Don't want to get into it because it's kind of complicated. Well, it's not fine. a. It's, it's just boring. Yeah. Uh, but I did enjoy, um, it's like, oh, what are we drinking today? I said, ah, today we have in our selection, uh, Glen, what was it that I had who was really good? Glen Mwanji. All right. And I had, uh, my prized possession is my 18 year old, uh, McCullen. Okay. So good. McCullen is my Actually, favorite, my second. favorite whiskey. Oh no! Bloody dog! Damn that what dog! Happened? In her incontinence. Um. What? She she in your house? Yeah, my dog. She's like nearly dead. So. Oh. <laughs> Oh, she's, I say that. She's she dead. go. She goes everywhere she can. Anywhere she wants, really. Whatever. Uh, it you need to go and take care of it now, or? No, no, it's, it's just a pee. It's, it's, oh. it's nearly dried, so it was happened a while ago. <laughs> I can wait. You, I can wait, and you can edit this later. Oh, it's cool, man. Oh, it's, it's not going anywhere. Everybody's <laughs> away, so you know, I just took my sock off. That's fine. <laughs> okay. It's fine, no man. It's fine. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I've got I've got a really nice selection, but uh, nobody to drink it with, and I'm and if I do drink, normally it's not outside; it's in. Right. Uh, as for hangover cures, beats me, dude. I the only hangover I had was after I finished. I went to uh, to take a, a bartender's course. Because it was fun, and the government paid for it. All right. Sort of. Not really, but yeah. Um, it was right after uh, the army service. Yeah. So they, they, like, they give you a bunch of money if you go to do courses and learn. And one of the courses is doing a bartender's course. Now, now it's... Uh, not illegal, but they don't give you money for it. Right, okay. 
because uh, they want you to use the money for uh, universities or colleges or all that stuff. Not like proper proper education, not shit for brains. But I, uh, <laughs> I kind of enjoyed learning about where does alcohol come from? How, how do you make it? All yeah. that stuff. It's really interesting because it's, it's sort of a sort of a process. And um, when we finished, I drank so much that on the way home, I was in um, not a taxi, but sort of a shuttle, right. per se. Yeah. And I had to get off and puke into somebody's backyard. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> and wait wait for another shuttle to come in same route uh got aboard that one um finished at, at the time i was living with my wife who was my girlfriend yeah at her parents house not house but an apartment and i got in there and she saw that i was totally wasted <laughs> And I was so wasted that she was like, go into the fucking shower, take a long ass shower, warm, long ass shower. And I, in the shower, I puked so hard that I shit myself. <laughs> literally, literally runny diarrhea came out from my ass <laughs> while I was fucking puking. Oh, my body wow. went into such convulsions that it's not eject, like eject eject. I, I didn't I didn't get up in the morning saying I'm not drinking anything ever. That's my wife said. She said that. <laughs> you are never drinking again. <laughs> yes. And uh yeah, and I was like, dude, I just I it, I didn't even feel, you know, when you're drinking cocktails, it's so bad for you, especially oh, yeah, yeah. Mixing fruity, them. nice, sugary uh, cocktails. Those things will fuck you up. Oh, yeah. Like, majorly fuck you up. Uh, never, ever do that. Never. Go for, if you're going hard liquor, if you want to drink gin, drink the gin. If you want to drink tequila, drink tequila. Don't drink sweet tequila. No. For God's no, sake, no, no. you will drink so much, it is. it will hit you like a ton of bricks. I'll give you a good one. Um, we were in Mexico. I went for a wedding. And there was a Michael Jackson dance competition on one of the days. Oh, yeah. Oh, one, obviously. Oh, yeah. And uh, I won, I think, a swim with the dolphins, which I had to give away because I was leaving the next day. And I won a bottle of tequila. Yeah. A, a liter and a half bottle. So I gets home. My mum and dad's having a housewarming party or something. I don't know. Some sort of party. And I decide, this is like a Tuesday night. And everyone's getting drunk. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm drinking this tequila. What do you drink tequila with? Fresh orange. Okay, fuck it. Went and got two bottles of fresh orange. And I'm... <laughs> the whole bottle. Those, 
Those God. tequila sunrises will fuck you up. I tell you, I was, I was fine because I don't smoke. I don't go outside. And it was yeah. cold outside, so I wasn't going outside. And then I went outside at the end of the night to walk across the road to my house, which is less than 30 metres. And yeah. that was it. By the time I got to my, my front door, I was wasted. Woke up the next morning. I had to go over to my dad's house because I was getting a lift to work with him. And I had to go outside. <laughs> I was spewing everywhere. And then I'm yeah. like, right, I'm good. He's like, go home. Because <laughs> I was working with him. Eh? He's like, go home. Take the day off. I'm, like, I'm fine, I'm fine. He's like, no, you're not. Go home. <laughs> oh. All I remember oh, from the day after, like the morning after. Yeah. Uh, first of all, thank God I didn't have a job back then. Uh, mm. So I didn't I didn't have any place to I didn't yeah. have anywhere to go to. Uh, I think all I did was drink water. I didn't even drink coffee. I drank water uh, and I ate. I think maybe bread or uh like so, a stale a stale pastry like um like an not a day old croissant with like a regular croissant with just butter but with yeah. no butter in it just a regular one yeah the just dough basically so that's what i think i remember just water <laughs> and a little and a little piece of dough and I had a headache for two days. That's wow. about it. I had, uh, well, I went to Afghanistan with the army. Um, that was a shithole, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. um, I come back and I had six weeks leave and I was drinking every day. I wasn't drunk every day. I was drunk maybe every two or four days, but I was drinking constantly. For six weeks straight. Goes back Jeez. to the... We started work, it was a late start on the Monday when we went back. So, you know, you could travel up in the morning to, if we were asked to, to Inverness. It was fine. So I got the train. I stopped drinking at three in the morning. Uh, sorry, four in the morning. Gets to work. Uh, gets changed into my uniform. Goes to work at 12 o'clock or half 12. Still drunk. And I didn't sober up until Wednesday afternoon. Damn. <laughs> Scottish Army oh. Scottish Army represent. Mate, I, oh, I was, I was, it was the balls, like. But <laughs> I finally realised I was actually sober when I walked into the, re the cookhouse, the restaurant, and the food, I smelt the food, and my stomach just squeezed itself. It felt like it just went, oi, 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 oi. <laughs> oh, shit. Went, ran outside, spewed, started sweating, <laughs> started shaking. I was like, what oh the fuck? God. It was a detox, eh? Yeah. My body was craving the alcohol. <laughs> so I goes it's... up to my room, spewing all the way up there, lies in my bed, and I'm, oh, I was like that for a week. And about two days, I think it was about Thursday or the Friday, I was like, I've got beer, a couple of beers in the fridge, I'll just drink them. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> There's a problem here. I'm thinking <laughs> beer's going to fix this. No, that's alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. So I stayed off it. And 
Oh, I've never, ever felt like that before in my life. My liver. Wow. I, it must have rotted away. <laughs> I, the, you know what? The last time I drank a significant amount of uh, alcohol yeah. was PreachCon 2017. I think everyone did. And <laughs> I think on the whole, in three days, maybe four, no, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, three days. I drank about five or six glasses, I think, maybe. Five or six pints, basically. That's it. Hi. That's it. Well, That's not a lot. That's no. not a lot. Do you know who... Uh, you probably don't. Conovar? Have you ever heard Conovar, that name? Conovar. I think his name is Alex. Maybe. I might have heard of him. He's a he's a he's a really good guy. He's from the PG community. Yeah. And at some point on the Thursday at the end of at the end of PreachCon, where everybody was like going out of the, the place, it was after one one AM. Uh people were talking to Mike on the outside, people were talking to other people and you you remember. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Uh and he was outside with like a picture and i was like dude i've never seen you i've seen you for the past 24 hours quite a while quite a bit and every time i've seen you with either a pint or a pitcher it was like this is my 22nd pint <laughs> wow like, dude go to bed <laughs> go to sleep <laughs> like nah man i'm having a good time i'm just like Dude, you're legend. That's brilliant. You're wasted. You actually fucking Paul this year. Holy shit, he put it away. Fuck. He put on weight? No, he put it away. Oh, he, he, he did it. This, he, he, was the, he was <laughs> 2017. I met Paul for the first time in 2017, and uh, it was always coming or going. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? It was always going to the bar or, or coming, coming from, from the, bar. the bar. And the only time he sat down and had a conversation with us, it was one of the, first of all, one of the best conversations I've had with people that, gen generally speaking, don't know me. Right. I mean, know me, but don't know me. Yeah. Was a Friday evening. It was a day after PreachCon. Uh, I was uh, flying home and I had to get up at Saturday, like at three in the morning, something. Okay. So it was a Friday evening. Uh, it was Dreed, Liam. You know who Dreed is? Yep. Yep. It was Liam. It was Paul. It was Siren, Siren Watcher. Oh, yeah. And somebody else that I forget. I forget. I know the face. I forget the. I forgot the name. We're all sitting there. We talked about everything. It's like a mini <laughs> podcast. Yeah. About two, three hours. We all had beers. Not crazy, but we all had beers. Uh, Paul didn't initially was with us. He he came and sat down with us. What you know? He came 
from the bar <laughs> sat down with us and he didn't get up to refill the beer, which is weird because yeah, through throughout that weekend he kept drinking a lot. Um had a decent conversation with everybody there and nobody was drunk nobody was slurring nobody seemed hammered it was nice yeah. social, social regular drinking <laughs> yeah nothing crazy yeah and yeah in that sort of situation don't mind drinking it's plus it's beer it's not that much yeah but you know a pint for me is a lot right okay. is a lot See, I, I can't drink beer. It gives me a migraine. And then what do you drink? Uh, whiskeys, um, wine. You know. Oh, wine, yeah. Red wine. wine. I, I was drinking a bottle of red wine at 8 o'clock in the morning this year. Oh, you fucking... I had a bottle of red wine for breakfast. Oh. <laughs> I'm down the stairs outside we're getting ready to go in this daft pub crawl at like nine or nine in the morning and i've got a, i've finished a bottle of red wine you know I'm, when was that thursday morning yeah uh, you know i'm i'm on the train uh, the tram with everybody else and uh there was two teams team one team two too much people for one tram i was in team two yeah. with a uh, spazzy julie uh, i've seen the pictures i yeah, remember the picture a bunch of other people and I'm st I'm loud, you know. I'm talking shit to wh whoever isn't wanting to listen. <laughs> and uh, Spazzy shouts over to me, "Haga, what? We're getting off at the next stop." And I just I'm like, "And tell everybody." <laughs> Not, everybody. I'm like, no. I'm just like, preach gone. Next stop. <laughs> everybody heard me. And then that was it. Everybody just piled off. And he asked me, because without me realising, I was being louder than everyone else there. And, uh, uh, yeah. you know, it just brilliant. And I was pushed. Oh, man, I was I was pushed at 8 o'clock in the morning. It was great. <laughs> oh, I, I can't do that. I can't really do that. I don't like it. I, I don't like uh, being completely off my, uh, off my game, off my head. Yeah. It's not fun for me even in like social drinking fine but i know my limits and when i get a light buzz that's where you know that's where i'm coasting yeah, the, yeah. that light buzz just is stay in that area yeah i can go i can go harder without having a hangover but i don't like you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah i'm not yeah. um you know um i worked at this restaurant when i started bartending I worked at this restaurant and the, not the head chef, but the people who were getting trained to be, uh, one of the main chef, yeah. uh, there were both, there were two, two guys, two American guys that were working there. And they were like, we had loads of conversations because I can speak sort of fluently in English and, uh, nobody there could talk to them and even were at their sort of level uh they like talking about baseball and football american football right okay. and i at the time i was really into like football and baseball and i knew 
all the different laws and all the different regulations and yeah. all that stuff. And other people did not. So we had sort of a common ground. And because I was the bartender, uh, of course, the conversation leans toward drinking. And one of the one of those guys told me something that I really didn't really know because I was 22 and dumb. Uh, <laughs> dumb as young, not, dumb and full of cum. Not, yeah, young, dumb and full of, full of cum. And he was like, dude, there's two people in the world. It's like, you know, philosophy. Yeah. Two people in the two drunks in the world. <laughs> there's the raging mad drunk, and there's the sleepy happy drunk. It's like right. I told him, "What's the difference?" It's like, dude, I can't drink. I said, "Why?" It's like I'm I'm the raging drunk. I can <laughs> I can drink and be fine, but you tap me on the shoulder. I turn around and I kick your ass for <laughs> tapping me on the shoulder. It's like, dude, that crazy? Say, dude, one one of those days, if you work here enough, you're going to come by in the morning because I was a morning guy. Yeah. Come by in the morning and you're going to either not watch me, not see me here or see me here with a fucking black eye because last night, at two o'clock in the morning, I was fighting with some guy about something dumb. <laughs> and he was fucking right. A month after that, he was he came into work and he has like a scrape under his eye. Not a really a, like a black light. Black eye, sorry. Uh, it's like, dude, is that what I think it is? And he was like, come closer. And he was next to my ear. He didn't whisper. And then his mouth came in closer to my nose really quickly. He came in sort of like, I'm going to whisper something to you. Yeah. Turned his head. It was like, <sighs> and breathed into my, no into my nose. And it was like, oh, you're fucking still drunk. <laughs> so it was like, remember what I said to you? Like, dude, I know all about it. I don't have to be there. I've seen enough people having fights while drunk. Yeah. I yeah. don't even have to be there. So he said, look, there's the sleepy, happy drunk, which is good. And you will only know what kind you are after you'll be totally hammered. Like, you don't have to be drunk, drunk, but more than a light buzz starts to kicking your... Uh, you know, letting go of your inhibitions. Once you let go of your initial inhibitions and go like crazy, uh, then you'll know what kind of drunk you are. So I, I'm happily, I'm the happy, sleepy one. I'm, so the, I'm I get, the happy one, right? I'm definitely the happy one. You know, one. you get a little bit more frisky, you know, with your hands. Yeah. So if there's a woman near you, you uh, do something that you're not normally doing and all that stuff. So yeah. I'm, 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 I, I don't go for the boobs, you know, but I go for the light caress on the shoulder type thing. Yeah. So I give them a chance to get take my hand and throw it away. Yeah, beat that. I'm not interested. Yeah, not, <laughs> not going. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a total creep, but yeah, I'm, I'm the touchy-feely, happy, you know, lovable drunk, but not raging not not mad and uh drinking too much makes me very very sleepy 
Fair enough. And when I say too much, it could be a couple of beers and it makes me sleepy. All right, okay. So I can't really... I used to stream and drink a bottle of beer to start the stream. Yeah. And it's not good for me. So I don't do it. I try not to do it. Fair enough. Well, uh, do you have social anxiety? I used to. You used to? I used to. Uh, you know what? I can say... I can say... Let's say this. I have a social disorder. Not liking... I, you know, I'm a nerd, so I'm, I have anxiety about anything. Hmm. But uh, social anxiety, less so these days. Right, okay. Uh, if you want to get into it, really, I don't really have close friends. Like, I don't have a best friend. Right, okay. I have, friend, I have friends, and I have uh, guy friends that are in a relationship, like couple friends. You know what a couple ah, friends. Ah, You're ah, married. Yeah. There's couple friends, and there's your best mate. I don't have a best mate. Right. I okay. used to have one. I used to have one, but the powers that be drove him away from me. Not like we're not vibing. Yeah. If I meet him tomorrow, we have tons of uh, mutual conversations and we can pick up wherever we left off. But uh, life drifted uh, apart. No, he is one of those guys who have a difficulty with separating not separating he has a difficult when he's in a relationship he has troubles with uh boundaries so he is not really being dominated by that particular woman but he lets himself be dominated uh in terms of po um, uh, personality right. so if we used to go to the movies together, you know, I don't know if you have it or not, but some people have their best mate. We'll take Mike and Andy as an example. Right. They can go to a movie together and then a, a pub or maybe a restaurant and go and eat. Yeah. And two hetero life mates, let's say, like uh, Kevin Smith used to put yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Two mates, you know, two mates. Everybody yeah, has that mate. Somebody, that, yeah. I don't, I don't. But uh, that their best mate, where they can go to the movies and they appreciate the same things, and they maybe even differ about how good the movie was or not, yeah. but they sort of have the same tastes. And um, we, me and him, have the same tastes. Mm -hmm. But when he is in a relationship, there's like there's no world. There's just my girlfriend or my wife or my girlfriend or right. whatever. Absorbed so and he yeah. shuts off. Yeah. He's just like he shuts off with friends. He did it throughout high school. Uh, he did it throughout uh, when he was in the army. And he did it after the army, at least with me. Yeah. I know he did it with other people, so it's not really just me, but yeah. yeah. It's not a personal, it's not a vendetta against you. It's not, he's not doing it because 
out of spite. He's like, yeah, there's a woman. I'm supposed to be with a woman and always with the woman. And there's no, like, there's no my world. There's just our world or her world. Yeah, yeah. So, so and I haven't really found a, a friend here in Israel. I haven't really found a friend that I can talk to about movies, about geeky stuff. Yeah, yeah. In terms of uh, my, it's supposed to be, not supposed to be, but my age, my sort of experience, yeah. you know, I haven't really found anyone to connect with. So I don't really have friends. All I, all the friends I have are online. Right. So I'm, but as, as for anxiety same. talking to people, I just, I can't find any. I, I tried. Right. Okay. Well, that but sort of brings me to my next subject was the Edinburgh Fringe. That's do you know what that is? I know about it. Yeah, like a festival in Edinburgh. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, um, good day out. Um, I, I wouldn't overly say it's a place to come for a holiday. For granted, if you came for a holiday just to go to the Edinburgh Fringe for your couple of weeks that you'd be here you would never see the same thing twice. You know, there's um, a lot going on. Um, it's, the thing is, the the amount of funds I have for uh, vacations is pretty limited. Yeah. Um, well, I know. And I have to consider, I, I have to consider the fact that I still have really young kids mm. and I'm not really... It's all about uh, theater and uh, maybe like maybe artsy movies. Maybe I don't know what what's going on there. It's just I don't know performance. <laughs> there's there's like street performers. There's uh, there's uh, yeah. comedians. There's certainly stuff for kids. Um, it's not really oh, it's, it's, it's not really one. the things I go for. I wouldn't mind doing that someday. Maybe. But uh, it's not my wife's cup of tea. Right, right, got you. So, was, yeah, there's not much point in going unless you're both going to enjoy yeah. what's happening there. Yeah, exactly. That's it's not that, again, it's not that my whole world is my wife. I can enjoy other things that my wife D doesn't D enjoy. Don't lie, that's like, exactly what you're saying to me. <laughs> what? No, I'm only kidding. No, no. I, I can enjoy other things. I do have other things I enjoy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, PC and other things I do enjoy. Uh, but I don't have anybody to go with. Yeah. And I have to consider my wife. She doesn't mind. I, I can tell her, look, there's a mate. There's a mate from work. I want to go and uh, to the pub with him tonight. And she was like, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. No worries. No uh, I want to go to a movie with uh, so-and-so. That's okay. Because I didn't want to see that movie anyways. Yeah. In some movies, I can take her. Mm. Or she takes me. Yeah. What, what, hey. So what sort of hobbies have you got? Then? Uh, I used to have a lot of things I was interested in, but uh, I just don't have any time for anymore. Yeah. I used to really enjoy watching uh, sports. 
Oh yeah. Like all the sports. I uh, love uh, snooker. Snooker. Yeah. Uh, I, like if that's like, on the TV, I'd watch it, but I won't go out my way to watch it. Exactly. Uh, I love watching boxing. I used to love watching boxing. Mm. Uh, American football, football, Australian football, baseball, mm. fucking curling. Curling. I used to. Yes. You know what curling is? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's the yes. thing with the stone. Yeah. Um, uh, bowling to watch, not to play. All right. I used to watch a lot, a lot of sports. Hmm. Um, so what put you uh, off? There's what, not enough time. Stop? Not enough time. Uh, other than that, I don't really have anything because I'm not really sport active. I used to love going to, you know, shoot some basketball. Yeah. And yeah. but that's something you need to do with a friend. Aye. That friend I had, we used to love going out and play one-on-one. -on -one. Ah, right, okay. And uh, all right, fair enough. Have you ever been snorkeling or scuba diving or anything like that? Uh snorkeling, yes. Yeah. Uh, my country is very sm like small but it's like a small cigarette it's very thin long yeah and at the one end it's very lush and green and at the other end is a desert <laughs> yes <laughs> sort of wow. like uh afghanistan half right. the country is yeah. less sort of sort of uh looks like afghanistan okay so it's very it's yeah, I've seen it desert on but not yeah it's not really dunes but more like mountains and uh, very pale, pale brown mountains, mm. sort of. That, that kind of a desert. So oh. at the end, there is a little town called Eila. It, it's, it's a town that is on the Red Sea, and it has – it's basically uh, – it's basically a big tourist town. It's, right it's very, Cyprus. very warm. It's very, very warm. It's about 40 to 42 degrees at summer. Celsius, yeah. of course. Uh, it's, the town is basically uh, a hotel town. It, loads and loads and loads of hotels. Oh. And uh, you go scuba diving there. There's a big uh, coral reef there. There used to be. Now it's uh, pretty small because of uh, industrialization and all that yeah. stuff. Uh, there's a big port there that damages that thing. But, you know, there's a, if there's an ocean, yeah. there's a port. Uh, so it's a place where you go scuba diving and you go snorkeling. So I used to snor snorkel there when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. I had a, a neighbor who uh, had his parents were divorced as well. So we got connected, you know, through my mother. Yeah. And his dad was there working as a restaurant owner. So every summer we used to go down there for about a week. And my friend would go scuba diving, and I would go snorkeling. Ah. 
Okay. I see uh, I done my scuba diving in the army. So look at that all paid for. I got my patio and water. And yeah, I uh, didn't have I didn't have enough money nor the desire to uh to get into scuba diving. Alright, okay. Cause it's not only getting your course done, it's getting your uh getting your gear done all of that stuff and yeah. just the basic gear you know you can yeah. rent most of the stuff but your basic gear should be yours i yeah i agree with yeah. that but, uh, you know the mask the flippers the yeah. maybe maybe the weights if you have uh, like type of body and, oh yeah I'm or good. the belt i'm fine so the i need a the lot of weight yeah <laughs> i need suppose it like 12 kilos or something i need oh wow it's just outrageous it's just like i said you don't really have to have those things you can rent them but every time you go you have to pay for the instructor and then you have to pay for the gear Mm. so it it becomes a money issue eventually and again it didn't really pulled me in i'm not really uh a sea guy i don't really enjoy the beach don't really enjoy the sea right okay but every once in a while you know free free room and board time away from the tv at summertime you know i again teenager Mm. and free uh free room and board and uh once a day you can eat at a uh, like a restaurant yeah. Who can who who says no to that? Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe a little idea if you want just go to go snorkeling in like a rock pool. Uh I done it in Jamaica. There was a little rock pool at the beach at our, our hotel. And yeah. it was actually sore to walk on it wasn't a beach, it was like little tiny little stones, little pointy stones. To yeah. walk into the water, it was horrible. Anyway. I just walked in, had my snorkel and my mask, and I was just swimming around in this little rock pool, and there was like sea urchins in the water, and they were like little brown, like a little baby hedgehog. And yeah, yeah. You could I pick, know what sea yeah, urchins are. I'd pick them up, and it'd like little suckers would come out and stick onto my hand, so then I could let it yeah. go, and it would just stick. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I would go in with a bottle of plastic bottle of water, but there was no water in it stuffed it full of bread and then you'd fill it with water shake it up a little bit and then squeeze it under the water and all the little fish would come up and they'd eat it in front of you that's it's, cool yeah it's pretty cool so if you've ever out with your kids and you've got the opportunity to do something like that oh that's that's a dad win <laughs> maybe maybe when they grow older oh, a little, maybe. yeah yeah a bit it's bigger. a lot of things i have to wait for yeah. i'm at the point where my kid is starting to learn English at school. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's pretty early because she's only in the second grade. Hmm. And I normally, well, when I was at school, we started English at the fourth grade. Right. And she has a, a good head start, not only because she learns, she starts to learn it early, but because both her parents, me and my wife, kind of speak fluent English. Yeah. So it's way easier to pick up on, have on you the tried, language. Have you tried just speaking to her in English all the time? I did. I do. You do? I right. do. Right, okay. 
but what I'm saying is, uh, the thing is, I do want her to start to enjoy the geeky movies I grew up with. Yeah. Because they fit. They, like, um, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. Uh, St- Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Indiana Jones, mm. and more. Not only oh, those, I, I... but those are, like, the big examples. Yeah. And you kind of, to enjoy them, either need to read the translation or uh, know the English. Right. And she still doesn't read the translation as fast as you should. Yeah. She only, you know what you mean. But I I like it. She goes to sleep and she uh, reads her book. She has like various children children books. Yeah, because they're very easy to read. Yeah, so like she, words, small sentences. She practices. Is she practices, and she told me I'm practicing because I wanna, you know, read the subtitles. That's brilliant. So I can watch the movies you wanted me to watch. Yeah. And once she, if she starts learning the the, the words. She'll learn what they sound like. She'll learn how to speak them properly and everything like that as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the way to go, man. Yeah. So in terms of uh, if we go back and you ask me what my hobbies are, mm. uh, no time. My my current hobby is making content, and yeah. it lately it's been hard. Uh, the have to you have to want it and sometimes during the day i really want it and then i get home clear room say to my wife look i have to sit down and do this and do that and i come and she reluctantly says yes i go to my computer and i get stuck playing a game for two hours and get tired and not do and fuck all yeah you know yeah Mm. Sort of. L- l- that's only lately. Yeah, I do. I, I do have things a routine in, thing as well in mind. What? Yeah, it's a routine uh, thing as well. Once you you got to like try and set a routine and then stick to that same like a schedule. You, you just got to stick uh, to your schedule. Trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I do have sort of was... a routine, but um, again, uh, I get to a place where. I need to come up with things. I need to be creative. And when you force, sometimes when you force it, you uh, come up with nothing and you get discouraged and then you fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, that, that's like, it was like the night I had two podcasts. I had Glenn at half past six and I do like just after nine o'clock. So I was going to spend no time with my boy from half six onwards. So yeah. when he come home from school, go and get changed, I fed him. I played Fortnite for up until like half five, six o'clock or something. And it's time with him, you know. And then he's just done his own thing for the rest of the night. He entertains himself. So When did you finish with Glenn? Uh, that was about an hour, so about half seven. Wow. 
You know we've been talking for more than a two and a half hours. Yeah. Two hours, 27 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Fine. Uh, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'm not even I, I was just, I was, I was just, uh, I was just thinking about it. It's like I'm looking at the, the clock and uh, it's almost 2 a.m. here. Oh, I don't wow. mind. I can go on. A, yeah. Fine. Oh, it's your weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it's it fine. Yeah. Tomorrow, I don't. I don't have to get up tomorrow. And all the kids come in. Ah, I want food. Mm. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Just make them a sandwich tonight. Put it on the counter. Uh, no, no. There's uh, there's something to eat in the fridge. All oh, right. Okay. They have um, uh, like a sweetened yogurt, sort right. of like sort of like Greek. You would call it a Greek yogurt, right? But okay. I call it yogurt. Uh, it's same style, and uh, but it's sweetened a little bit. Yeah, and they have like uh this oatmeal they like. Okay. It's not really cereal, like it's not cornflakes. It's actual oatmeal. Yeah, they just sprinkle it in so they have something crunchy. Okay, but it's really good for them. Cool. No. <laughs> you ever been arrested? No. No. No, I've done a few things that questionable, <laughs> questionable. Yes, we I have a... stolen things from various jobs. Right. Okay. But they all deserved it. <laughs> I bet they did. You got uh, every <laughs> every job I stole something from. Stole something from me first in terms of uh, salary. Right, right, okay. So they, I had a they job. You one, yeah, I had a job, and I can safely say, and uh, let's let's just say this: a quarter of my of my original liquor collection came from them because <laughs> they were so dumb, and they were so. Assholy, uh, and um, they gave me a job, and they said I have to do just one thing: pour the drink. And I ended up doing loads of different things. Yeah. And uh, well, if you don't keep your liquor storage locked, <laughs> you're asking for trouble. Oh wow. Plus, if you give your bartender not free range, but uh, you give your bartender if you don't know what you have in your liquor storage, it's not okay. As in, yeah. you got into a. It's like uh, the boss man went into a liquor store, bought something, put it in the storage, and you don't know what he bought. Yeah, and then you give. 22 year old man keys to the kingdom and, <laughs> and then say to him if something is uh, if if a bottle is done if it's over uh, just give me the name and I'll buy a new one don't do that wow don't do that she was that is don't asking that. for trouble everybody at that, that age is that, an that, asshole though Exactly. Why? Why? Why do you trust a twenty? Why do you trust it? Don't don't do that. If you're any, if you hear this podcast, 
and you own an establishment and you uh, give free reigns to your 22-year-old uh, bartender or it doesn't matter, if you give reins to a person and don't check up on them, you are asking for trouble. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't care about, no, I have cameras. I can, if he does something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If you don't check up on him, you, if, if something is missing, it's only missing because you know it's missing. If you don't know it's missing, you don't even check the tapes. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. So yeah, that's that. That place was they stiffed me on money, so I was like, "Fuck, fuck them, fuck them." Fair enough. So it leads me to my next thing. When was the last time you had a nerd rage? You're like, "Fuck this, fuck every cunt." I'm logging off. Done. <laughs> uh, middle of the nil. Sorry? A long time ago. A long time. Right, okay. I don't really rage. Uh, break, you know, rage, break the fucking headphones, uh, break the <laughs> keyboard and leave. I don't really do, do that. Uh, boy, I what? can get ragey about other things in life and I can, you know, bang on the table sometimes, but full on nerd rage, no. No. There's a guy I work with, um, my sister, assistant manager actually, he was, he had an Xbox and he was playing FIFA and for whatever reason, he decided to rage. And this was a nerd rage, right? Because he broke his TV with a controller. Oh. <laughs> a 32-inch TV, he had it set up in what was, what is now is his daughter's bedroom. And he just threw it at the TV. <laughs> Bang! Just cracked it. <laughs> Done. I would never do that. Yeah, I've never. never went that far. I would uh, slap myself in the face before I do that. <laughs> That's some serious fucking nerd rage, like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was your uh, military career like? What Do you have a certain age you have to join, or...? Um, no, it's, uh, when you get drafted, because we have conscription and everybody gets drafted, essentially everybody gets drafted. Right. That's the law. It's women is two years and men it's three. Okay. Uh, generally speaking, there's always the outliers and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so... They, when you hit 16, they give you, uh, like a summons and they just want to test, they test, uh, your general health uh -huh. and you do like sort of a mental test to determine your, it's not really an IQ test, but general intelligence. We called it, we've got something like that. It's called a barb test, we called it. And it's like, I'd, John is smaller than Jim, who is shorter. Yeah, you sort know, of like in the line of those questions. questions. Yeah. Sort of in the line of those questions. And then you have 
not really a psych test, but you speak to a professional a person. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a psychiatrist. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's Just sort of a person you talk state. you talk to. Sort of an interview. Um, they're saying, well, where, where do you think you want to go? Do you know where you want to go? Uh, and that's about it. Then mm. they call you at 17, do another health checkup, and then you go and talk to another guy, like sort of an interview. You sort of skip the, the test yeah. the part. Uh, and that guy is more like what you want to do is more like this is your options. Choose now. <laughs> uh, and most people don't know. Uh, most people, not everybody, most people don't know where they're going. And no. I didn't. I knew I, I had um, they class you and they call it a profile. Yeah. Profile 97, profile 87. Pro there are certain numbers, sort of degrees. And I was like the highest profile for some, for some reason. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't want to do, I didn't want to go to mobile infantry. Right. I said so as much. I just, I don't want to do any combat. I don't. And the guy was like, too bad, bitch. Like, <laughs> not, not in so many words. Yeah. Like, too bad. You're qualified for doing combat, so you're going combat. Fuck it, dude. It's like, I, then put me, I don't know where. And when they drafted me, they said, well, you didn't give us any choices, but you said you didn't want to go mobile infantry, so we'll send you to combat engineering. And I was like, what's combat engineering? It's like, goodbye. <laughs> they didn't say what it is. Just, you'll you'll know when you get there. Yeah. Basically, combat engineering is mobile infantry, but they uh, deal with bombs and uh, not bomb defusals, but bombs. Right. So I'm I'm pretty good with my TNT, like plastic explosives and things like that. Uh, plastic is explosives, uh, mines, All right, and uh, and uh, that sort of thing. Basically, uh, anything to do with the minefields hmm. is combat engineering. Right. Okay. What a I I heard a I didn't have that... a good time when I started. By the way, All right. I was like anti everything and. I took an injury to my back at basic training. I was quite miserable for a few months, but uh, but I I got got away from it. I just I had to. My head was in the wrong place. Yeah, but I finished it. I finished my military service, and I'm still in the military to if for some uh, reason or not. Hmm. Because uh, when you finish your military service, yeah, you go, you move on to um, sort of uh, reserve list. Reserve list, yeah, yeah. And every year you have to give a few days or a month 
depending on the needs of the army. Right. So last year I had to go away for about 22 days. And this year I'm going away for five. That's not too and bad. And it's supposed to be my last one because at 40, you just, you're uh, getting discharged. Right. Ah, you've served your time sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. So at least it's done. That'll be it finished then. Uh, supposed to be, yeah. I have five days that account for 2018. And then I have about six months because I was born in uh, June. Right. So I sort of can have another time, like maybe five days. I won't see any any 22 days, that's for sure. Right. Uh, okay. But maybe a five-day uh, training. It's like sort of a training week from Sunday to Thursday. And maybe, maybe, maybe. Can it really you, depends. Can you volunteer to stay on the list for longer? Yes. Right. You can stay basically until about 55. Okay. Does that... Do you get a pension from doing that? Not really a pension, but the more the more days you serve per year, you get like a yearly bonus. Let's say uh, I'm gonna do. Let's say last year. Last year I've done not not 22 days. They summoned me for 22, and I did 19. Right. Okay. So there's various degrees, but generally speaking, from 11 days to 20, not including. Yeah. You get a certain amount of bonus to be paid the year after. So this year at May, uh, at 14 of May is our Independence Day. Okay. So at, at the 14th of May or the 13th of May, uh, you get a bonus going straight to your bank account, depending on what, which days you've done yeah. the previous year. So I got a bonus this year, a hefty bonus this year, and next year, uh, twenty nineteen, I'm not gonna get a bonus at all because I'm uh, five days is basically nothing. I'll not, get not like enough, yeah, an equivalent of about a hundred pound. Yeah, yeah, maybe less. I don't really remember. Five days is nothing, basically. Yeah, that's see what you mean. Hmm. Are you going to stay on it? No. No. I'm done. I'm done. Serve that. Done your time. Yes. Uh, I'm totally done. Uh, it really boils down to the past six or seven years. They've summoned me. And, I, and I've asked not to be summoned because they don't really need me. And they say, well, we do need you. Please come. And when I do show up, uh, I do nothing. I literally yeah. do nothing. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. either move, move vehicles around. Do shit. They call it training. They call it training. Yeah. I don't learn anything new. I don't learn anything that I didn't know in the past. It's just reciting rules and regulations again. I already know that. It's been too long, far too long for me. Nothing really changes. Uh, safety measures change over the years. Not, you know, not. They don't give you enough to really 
so they've they changed. Dis- let's just right. say there's a, a, a bomb. Okay. Uh, when you set off a bomb, there's a certain distance where you need to set it off properly when you train. Okay. Yeah. So it used to be, let's say, 100 yards. Just an example, not yep. the truth. Yep, yep. So they've changed 100 yards into 120 yards. Sig- significant change? Fine, okay. I need to learn that. But are we training with live bombs? Oh, not this time. <laughs> when when are we training with live bombs? Maybe next time. Next time rolls around, are we training with bombs? Because we just have a, a crash course in like the new regulations. Yeah. Again, this year, again. And it, they were like, no, not this time, maybe next. You know what I'm saying? Aye, aye, I know what you're saying. It's a waste of time. You're not needed in the last six or seven years. It's been a waste of time. And when they do call me for something significant, like last year was significant. um, I don't really, it's not really training. It's actual grunt work. So it's like either border patrol or um, like watchtower stuff. Yeah. It's like normal day-to-day keeping the peace thing. They don't they don't give they don't give reserves too much to do, nothing really complicated. Hmm. Well, it seems like you're it sounds like they're just drafting you because they need the numbers to keep the budget. Not really. It's very complicated. Some of the peacekeeping is really needed because if you were not there, uh, the the Palestinian uh, it it really depends on where they put you. But if it's like a, a place where there's lots of Palestinians and all you need to do is keep the peace between the Palestinians and the settlers, yeah. Or something rather, uh, if the army's not there, it could go bad for both sides, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if it's border patrol with Egypt, uh, it's basically nowadays because Egypt is kind of a sort of our friends. There's no, there's no war. There's no terrorism really. Uh, it's mostly illegal immigrants that are coming from Sudan or Ethiopia traveling through Egypt to get to work in Israel, right. which is crazy. Yeah, crazy. You don't hear about this thing in the news, nah. not in the international news. No, no, uh, no. So the Border Patrol is mainly to keep illegal immigrants out. Yeah. And the border with Jordan, same thing. Mostly, you know, drugs. Also with Egypt, it's drugs because, um, you know, there's a lot of hash that is a problem. Not a problem, but mainly drugs. Yeah. And the border with Lebanon, it's really just keeping the peace. And drugs. It's everything is drugs. Yeah. 
And it pretends to be the war between the Arabs and the Jews, but a lot of it's like smuggling drugs, smuggling hash, smuggling tobacco, smuggling everything, really. Uh It's not supposed to be, not really drugs. It could be cigarettes. It could be uh, everything, anything and everything, goods, everything, electronics even. Yeah. It could be electronics. See if when you're doing your subscription thing going into the military, do the drug test you? Uh, yeah. What if you fail it when you're first signing up or the first draft you're in to do your training? Um, they don't test you in basic training. I think they test you after basic training and it's random testing mostly done when you are doing active duty because you don't do active duty uh, 12 months of the year. You have to rearrange battalions and stuff so people can go and do like a training. Right. Okay. Just to keep things, you know, Keep the war thing, the method of how you do war. Um, other than that, there's lots of peacekeeping. Right, okay, okay. Lots of key, uh, peacekeeping. Uh, so it gets really mundane. You know, Watchtower stuff is really mundane. Um, uh, patrols is really mundane. Uh, vehicle patrols, all of this pretty ma- mundane. You know, yeah. you don't do a lot on a day-to-day basis. There's not seriously. There's no bombs going off on a day-to-day basis. Okay. Um. So when you're in a situation where it could get risky, there they test you. They do random tests. Right. Okay. Fair enough. When you're in training, no. And uh, as for hard drugs, not a lot of people, if they do hard drugs, you can tell. You don't need testing for that. (laughs) And if it's uh, either, let's just say, ecstasy and marijuana, which are kind of recreational drugs, you do over the weekend, if you were home on weekends, or if you have like a a one-week shore leave, all that stuff is you know the temptation is there and people do it but uh they roll the dice and it really depends on when they do test you because it goes out your system What, what if you get caught uh you sit in the brig for a month and then and then they decide if they discharge you from the army or not all right, like if you've done some cannabis or something at the weekend. Right, I had okay, a friend now. who was. I had a friend who was caught with traces of marijuana. Right. Uh, he uh, he was in the brig for twenty days. Okay. Uh, then they released him, not from the army. They let him go home for a week. Came back and they reassigned him. He was in combat, so they reassigned him for some sort of a desk job. Keep him out of the way sort of thing. Yeah, just 
just don't don't be in a position where you have uh you risk your fellow man. Yeah. Even though we both know marijuana is not really that kind of drug. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's the problem with it. It's that all right. You should be doing it when you're working. I agree with that. But it's not a drug that's gonna do that much harm. You also trace amount. It could be I went on the weekend, smoked on a Friday, and on Sunday morning I was there, back on the watchtower, yeah, doing nobody no harm, and I'm completely sober. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's mad, like drugs. It's, obviously, drugs get a bad rep. Every drug does, yeah. but the problem with it is. You, you know where apparently Joe Rogan was talking about where it originated for the marijuana initially. There was a guy who was making pepper and he heard about this fucking so called cannabis plant that was getting people high and was good for making pepper. And yeah, or something like that. William Randolph Hearst. Well, uh, you know your stuff it. then. <laughs> yeah. Aye. And, uh, uh, yeah, there's the, the whole, there's a lot of shenanigans about it. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of shenanigans about it. It's, it's terrible. It's... I, I don't want to go into it, uh, but well, that's there's a, hole, uh, right? <laughs> a lot of uh, demonizing of certain drugs. Yes. And yes. Uh, uh, a lot of it I've learned through Joe Rogan and the people he hosts. Yeah. That's why I like listening to him because I there's always something. Stuff. Uh, there's always something new and sometimes sometimes i listen to it and i just quit because the person who he, he's talking to just doesn't interest me yeah well they were speaking to two guys the other day one was a vegan i i know what I'm no about? i start i started and I stopped I, I got about maybe a third of the way into it and then i stopped because I basically got the information that I needed at the start and then the rest was just like nitpicking, you know, and then it was like, I was like, nah, that's, that's too good. It's gone too deep now. I don't understand it. I don't need to know anymore. You know, I was like, he had a guy who was talking about um, sleep. Uh, didn't interest me at all. Mm. I know it's, you know, it's one of those things where if I do listen to the whole thing and go down the rabbit hole, I might get new information from it. Yeah. Uh, didn't interest me so much. And a few comedians he talked to. Sometimes I listen to the whole thing, but, you know, I forget because I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. So not every single one is like amazing Joe Rogan, blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. no. no it really depends on it's, who he invites. Yeah. Maybe he loves that particular person, but for me, not so much. That's that's the the thing, yeah. Not everybody you're going to speak to is going to interest you. I mean, I guarantee no. there's going to be folk that I'll speak to and you, you'll speak to in your podcast that you might not necessarily be overly interested in what you're they're speaking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, but yeah. Uh, yeah. the thing is, sometimes you think you 
think you want to talk to that person because you've seen him in other things and he looks interesting. And once he sits in front of you, like, God, this guy is just boring <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I can listen to every single thing he does. Uh, but I don't. Mm, yeah. And I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. On that so, similar sort of note, you ever listen to audiobooks? I do. I love audiobooks. I haven't listened to one in, in ages because it simply didn't find anything that interests me. Uh, the next books I'm going to listen to are the Witcher books, but they're very hard to come by. All right, okay. Have you listened to that Illidan Stormrage? No. Oh, no, that's... it doesn't interest me. It doesn't interest me at the moment. Right, okay. Well, I've listened to a lot of the Warcraft books and I've read some of them as well. And right, in like chronological order? Yes. So you've got the Rise of the Horde. When, you know, I'm and... listening to oh, the three first ones. With how the horde started, how uh, yeah. how Gul'dan started, all that stuff. Yeah, that's uh, it's, inter it's interesting because it, it's not just the game. There's a whole story there, and it that that was invented after TBC. Aye, and it, after TBC, it's amazing. It, yeah, it helps you connect with the characters in the game. So it's really good, but um, what about the Traveler? Have you you seen that? Uh, don't think it's so. Blizzard's new book. Ah, um, uh, definitely haven't seen the latest one. Well, there's one. It's, there's two parts of it now. Uh, it's about a little boy, uh, Aramar Thorn, I think he's called, and he goes in a ship with his dad, and there's. They end up getting attacked by pirates. They end up in the ferals with Dire Maulers. And they have to try and get through there. They get they bump into ogres. There's mudlocks about. There's fucking... Uh, the pirates are still chasing them. It's, it's really fucking interesting. They end up bumping into a druid. And he's teaming up with them. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's a really interesting story. But there's little boy, and there's two parts of the book. The first and the second book are out now, and they're out in an audio book as well. But uh, I'd give them a go. Like there's very interesting. Um, the 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 good thing about my job is the fact that when I'm in the rooms with the animals, I can I have to be quiet, ah. so I can't really put on music. In the earbuds because they can hear a high-pitched sound yeah yeah to a certain to a certain point yeah if you so i can't really put on music low, you would... i did in the past uh, but after but someone said look man i'm going into the room and you're there and i can see you working uh and you do make noise when you clean the thing but i can hear the music right so okay. So either turn it down or stop. Yeah. So I switched to audiobooks and I it's amazing. So now it's either an audiobook or a podcast when I work. 
yeah, I can't really be quiet. It, I, I, I have something, something has to be in my ears because mm. it's really monotonous work. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same at work. I, I walk through a shed with chickens in it, and it's, and I actually need something to focus my mind because if yeah. I'm walking through a shed, I'll be th- rather than looking for like dead birds to pick up or whatever, or in- looking for injured birds. I'll be thinking about what I'm doing tonight, what I'm doing yesterday, what did I have for my dinner? What, I've got a sore foot, you know, my back's itchy. Yeah, what, shit, I've just walked right round that shed and I've not picked up anything. <laughs> There's like yeah. 10, dead, but 10 dead birds I just walked past. So if I listen it's, to uh, something, it centres me and it helps me concentrate on what I'm doing. It's weird. It's distracting yeah, me. Me too. Stops your mind wandering. That's probably what I'm getting at. Yes, because you're focused on the per either the person talking to you, telling mm. you a story, yeah, or focused on the two people who are having conversation, yeah, because you're getting sort of a story, or some guy is telling a story to the other guy, so you're listening to the story, yeah, um, or a song that just you know focuses you yeah yeah it's it's all about the focus it's drowning if you there's no focus then there's too many people speaking in your head sort of not really but sort of i know what you mean yeah yeah it's just your thoughts it's like you're going to watch the enemy tomorrow what am i doing this and but i do get like um the thing is i do get inspired by certain things or not really you know either a person talking about certain subject, but that reminds me something else. And that reminds me something else. And that, you know, starts to, you know, develop a thought. And when I sit down and start to write that thought, it just pours out of me. Yeah. It's a spark of inspiration that somebody said a sentence or somebody told a story or somebody said something that sparks like an idea, and but when I sit down and write the idea, it just floods out of me. So I I take it as my inspiration. Yeah. Th- thinking about inspiration and stuff. Uh, Paul Sandman Slim, he uh, excuse me, he d- he's writing a book. He's, yeah. not, he's not had a lot of time recently to get onto it, but I've tried when I was on my podcast. I encouraged him to keep going. You know, it's like anything. You're doing something and you finish something, be it a podcast, a YouTube video, what, writing a book, whatever. Once you finish it, there's an awesome sense of achievement because yeah. you've finished your thing, and it's great. I mean, it's it's true. Yeah, it's true. Definitely. Especially if it's something that is uh, takes a long time, takes a lot a lot of investment. The payoff, in some aspect, is not the people who read my book. Is the fact that I had a thought, I thought it through, I put it down so it will be preserved as a creation and it's done from start finish 
it's done it's there i hope somebody reads it i hope somebody watches it i hope somebody comments on this or even says you know sometimes i finish a video and i get disheartened because i see 10 views yeah and of course i want a million views yeah everybody wants that or everybody who makes videos wants the maximum amount of uh, attention and the maximum amount of views but is don't mind the 10 views but say something even say the video is shitty you know some of my uh like first videos i got comments on were dude you're speaking too slow and it's not like i didn't know i knew i was speaking too slow yeah but it took that person to tell me that for me to 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 speak faster so try what, and speak faster on on the next somebody else has recognized that you're doing it yes i mean you've but i already knew i already knew hmm. and it wasn't changed until someone said something but see it gave me the motivation yeah. to change it yeah and i'm all up for critique i love people criticizing what i do because it forces improvement i mean even bad ones even bad ones yeah literally i can take everything i i look people say don't look at the comment section and it's partly true because people don't know how to critique no uh and you don't know whoever critiqued you knows anything yeah and there's definite venom in there as well yes for sure definitely but but if you i'm at the point where any any anything i say anything that is said is sort of a critique even like dude you're shit and you don't know anything <laughs> fine okay so you're saying to me that you think you know more than me but you haven't done any video because I can see that your comment is coming from an account that does a lot of comments. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's your critique. Fine. Next. Like, and don't get offended. Yeah. Why? Because a dude who doesn't know me said your shit. And if he was in front of my face, he wouldn't dare say that. Yeah. Like, get a people are more civil face to face. You know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I, 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 because I grew up at a time that I grew up in, because I know the internet from the start, basically, I know what's going on. And I've seen the, that mentality work time and time and time again. So I'm, I don't get offended. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't get offended by people telling me I'm shit in the fucking street. <laughs> That reminds me, actually. Generally speaking. Yeah. You, you can imagine yourself having a dual personality. You've got the way you act around your friends and family and things like that. And you've got the way you act in front of strangers. You're more polite. Yeah. You're more courteous, in a sense. You're not as... Maybe not as conf confrontational sort of thing, eh? Well, I go on, go on. Yeah, well, what I'm trying to do the now is well, actually trying to do. I'm about maybe about seventy percent of the way there. 
I'm blending my the way I'd speak to you, the wife, whatever, my workmates and everything. I'm trying to act like that to everyone. And it's coming through, and it's coming through well. And it's, I'm going up to the shop, and I'm, I'll talk to anybody. I'll go in, I'll wave at them. What's happening, peeps? You know, they're getting used to me. They, they like it. They're, they're liking the forwardness of me being in your face, semi, not, not obnoxious, but, you know, just in your, what are you doing? What are you doing with my pie? <laughs> just yeah. winding them up. You know, just being daft. Just being silly. Just me being me. And it's coming... I'm 70% comfortable now with, what, with that coming through. And I've, I'm just trying to push it that little bit further so I can be myself in front of strangers. Does that, does that make sense? It makes sense, but it really depends on the culture because it, yeah. around here... Uh, it's you can talk to basically anybody. Right, anybody. Right. Uh, I have uh, bus friends, not really friends, but bus people I know that I talk to. You see them on uh, the bus about the anything, about anything. When I, yeah, when I um, well, I've been at the same job for about eight years now, so. And I take the same bus because, uh, you know, same bus goes yeah. to the same place. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but the faces are changing. Not everybody was there from the first day, but generally speaking, I have, let's say, bus friends or bus people I talk to about even things in my life, even things in their life. And it's not really weird, but I don't know these people. Yeah. I don't know these people. They're strangers. I could talk to them. I don't go out of my way to talk to anybody I know. But when I do handle myself outside, um, it's sort of the same as I do in my house. I don't really share my hobbies because my hobby is something really alien to people. Oh, that's yeah, why I don't have PC that's why I don't have friends. A lot of people don't really get me. Even, you know, there there was a student who was uh giving us a hand at my job. Uh and he's sort of a gamer, but when I talk to him about games, it's sort of I know where the boundary is where he stops and I like in the middle you know what i'm saying but when i talk to people i generally can talk to people about anything i'm being polite the same way i'm being polite at home yeah i'm being blunt with people when i'm being blunt at home mm. well i hear you for good or for bad i had a Sort of a nasty comment that I didn't know about from uh, the kindergarten teacher at my uh, son's place, which was weird. She was like, "Pick." She picked today of all days to tell me this. Uh, she was like, uh, 
You know, the first time me and the other uh, teacher saw you when you came in and it's even before we saw the kids, it's like uh, three days before the start of the new year, a new place, a new, uh, you know, and the teachers round up all the parents or the parents who could make it and do like a meet and greet. And she said... When we saw you the first time from anybody in the room, you like you seem to be the person who were the most gonna be the most troublesome parent. <laughs> and I was like, Me? How did I how did I project that? I was uh I was uh involved in the conversation. I I was asking a lot of questions and at the end I came, there's like a, a, a teacher and an assistant and yeah. I talked to the assistant today and back then I finished the conversation and I, t- I talked to the main teacher and I told her, look, I'm doing, I have background in video editing. So if there's a parent who wants to take pictures Uh, throughout the year or if you're taking pictures on your phone throughout the year and sending to the parents because today you can take a picture on your phone and send it to all the parents and they know what's going on with the kid that particular day if they have a special ceremony they're doing for the special jewish holidays maybe maybe for the birthdays and stuff it's like I can take all the pictures from all the year and put them in like a video and make a video for for each parent and they can access to YouTube. And she was like, okay, okay, we'll do it for you. And I didn't pester her for the entire year. And at the end of the year, I came in and was like, do you want to do that thing I talked to you at the start of the year? And she was like, oh, we didn't save all those pictures. <laughs> I wow. said, fine. I offered. And so the assistant teacher, she said to me, well, we thought you were going to be such trouble. And it turns out you and your wife are like the best parents we ever had in this fucking school. <laughs> Look, we're judging a book by its cover. Yeah. Fucking it's like, first of all, thank you for that comment. It's like, You don't even even know how horrible it can get. You don't even know how horrible it can get. And I was like, I know how horrible it can get. I talk to those other parents. Yeah. By the way, see when I go into the school, and especially the nursery, because you go into the classroom, um, I spoke as little as possible because I know Every second word out of my mouth is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I speak quite I speak quietly and I speak slowly because I know then I can control what's coming out. Because when I was I'd say up until what two thousand twelve? Nah, two thousand eleven. It was a year after I left the army. It was at that point that I finally knew or finally learned what an internal monologue was. Hmm. <laughs> and it was bad. I'm telling you, things would yeah. come out that should never come out. 
you know, I, uh, I says to a boy yeah. in the army, um, he was an arse. He was away getting fucking pushed at the weekends. He'd never see his kids and blah, 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 blah. And he was in, the, he, was, he was bragging about something. What I was like, by the way, your, your kids need a new fucking dad. Oh. And then I'm like, shit. I shouldn't have said that. And no. That's what I mean. I had no internal monologue at all. Yeah, it's uh, sometimes referred as being uh, tactless. Yep. You don't have any tact. Yep. I had that for a very long time. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my and God. I, I used to uh, be uh, doing guard duty at a restaurant, and the, and the waitresses hated me. <laughs> Every time I spoke to a waitress, it was like, Oh my god. Yeah. It was so bad. It was so bad. But, you know, when you're 22, 23, 25, yeah. Oh yeah, that's just too I don't I, you know, when I see kids like that. Kids they're like 20 to 15 years younger than me, people. It's like, dude, you don't even know when when you get to like 30 Oh, you'll know. you'll 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 <laughs> fucking kick yourself. Oh yeah, everybody, and that's your fucking stupid dumb shit. And you keep being like that till you're fifty-five or something. Yeah, some because some people don't grow, but most people, like, it's like, dude, when I was twenty-two, I was so fucking dumb. I was tactless. I didn't even think about what I'm saying. Yeah. Now I'm more composed. No, yeah, um, loads of people like that. Loads, including myself. Including my, I was dumb shit when I was young. Yeah. So dumb. So immature. So immature. See, that's... When I was in the army, I used to annoy the fuck everybody. Partly due to what I just said to you. And just my whole demeanour, I didn't give a fuck about anything. You know what the army's like. They, they want discipline, you know... Don't be speaking out of turn. I'd go up to officers. Uh, all right, I'd call them sir, you know. Uh, all right, sir, how you doing? How was your weekend? I got pushed by the way. <laughs> you know, I uh, speak to them like I speak to a mate. Yeah. Some of the officers, uh, one of them in general, his name was uh, Bri no, Major Jones. And he loved me because my name's Jones as well. You know, and... I'd go up to him and I'd ask him this stuff and he'd start blaring and just start talking back and forth there. And every now and again, I would just add in a sir, you know, just to keep it on that level. And it wasn't the first time one of the sergeants pulled me aside, stop speaking to the officers like that. I'm like, what, what, has he complained about it, Sarge? No, but I'm telling you, stop it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. all right. And then I'd walk back into the office and then the officer would start speaking to me again. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> uh, what are they going to do? Charge me. And it's, uh, yeah. you know what I've noticed that in the Israeli army, there is a divide between officers and, uh, and soldiers. subordinates. Yeah. Yeah. Soldiers. We but, call them senior, well, senior ranks and junior ranks. Yes, but, but, um, it's way less rigid 
It's way less rigid in other armies I've seen in certain, you know, TV, TV programs about like documentaries and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Way less rigid in other armies, but for us, it works. All right. Okay. For us, it works. As long as you're not fresh and talking down to, uh, to an officer, uh, an officer and a soldier can be like mates. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they know that there's a boundary. There is a difference. There's a boundary. Yeah. And at times of war or at, at times of uh, when you get to get to do your when you're on the job, the guy calling the shots is the officer. But if it's downtime, it's it's fair play and they can even kid around on each other yeah yeah but you know but a soldier can speak to an officer at you know at eye level and uh not be old uh blah 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 sir yeah never ever sir ever yeah i know what you mean yeah that's Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about internal monologues here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I finally, Anything else? I finally figured that out. Um, I think that's about it, mate. We've been at it for three hours and 20 minutes. I'm going to go out in a limb and say this is the longest one I've done. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Let's uh, uh, Come on, give just. Think of a question and uh, we'll end with that. Right. Last question. Let's see. Um, what do you want to know? How's your barbecue? Your little oven. How's... Your little oven thing that you made. Oh, it's done. I've, I've, I haven't even... You know what? I didn't even finish the vlogging thing. I think I'm going to X that vlogging thing. Right, it's okay. just too much. But the pizza oven is working. It's working well. The only thing about it is uh, I need to play with uh, the heat sources uh, to make uh, the pizza bake properly because it doesn't bake properly at the moment. Right. The, okay. the, uh, the top is being cooked, but the bottom isn't. So you're getting basically a soggy pizza. All right, okay. you know, try to like a thinner good. base on it. No, it's a thin base. It, it it's always a thin base, but right. uh, because the heat isn't even, I need to play with the heat source. Maybe okay. uh, it's just playing with the heat source. But the thing is, it works. Nice, amazingly. The it's built out of concrete. The concrete has not cracked at all. That's brilliant. Um. And you did that all uh, from YouTube videos. Yeah, me and my wife. That's that's brilliant. It's so good. It yeah. it, it really is. We have to do And that. the kids love it. They don't even care it's soggy pizza. <laughs> they don't care. Kids usually don't, do they? Yeah, they don't care. It's dough, it's it's uh cheese. They they'll they'll eat it. <laughs> By the way, try a pizza without the tomato base and just cheese. 
It's basically yeah. like grilled cheese on toast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's good, we like but... it. Yeah. The kids like it too. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Thanks, Mephisto. We're done. Three hours, 20 whatever. 23. Awesome. 323. <laughs> Thanks, Cast. Episode 7. I don't have to edit this one. <laughs> I've got some editing to do in when I done my van I show you boy there's a few things in there that need to be edited out really oh yeah <laughs> alright say bye 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 everybody good night or good morning whatever yeah. whenever you listen whatever, whatever to you are <laughs> good day there you go good day and godspeed <laughs> oh that's a dog end on a bark bow